but I think Fate Zero can stand on its own. Is this right to cheer on the light? Like, yo, what the <laughs> fuck? Hey y'all, welcome to the Barbershop Quintad Podcast, the podcast where my guests and I debate our top five lists of current and past topics that are relevant for millennials like you. And who am I? My name is Tony Lee, and I'll be the host for today's show. After we debate our top five lists and back up our standings, my guests will enter a buzz cut lane round where they'll each have to quickly formulate a convincing buy and an argument on a top five list or topic of my choosing. Based on those topics, I, the decider, will pick which answer will resonate with me the most. However, there's one catch. The catch is each guest has a total of 50 seconds for their argument. So if you go over the time um, or they can't finish the argument, they'll get penalized points and may give the oppositional guest the advantage. It's been a while since I did something like this in terms of the topic that we'll be discussing about. Uh, last time we had a full-fledged panel. This time, you know, things are getting busier during the year uh, for everyone. But I, I had to hit up on this topic because... There's so much that has been going on for those who have have listened to the first episode that we did on this segment. This time around, we just finished uh, two of the biggest shows in this genre and uh, one of the biggest movies had just come out about a month ago as we're recording. And (laughs) my guest here today, she is wearing that merch uh, for that movie. And uh, she 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 might explain it to you when she does um the, when 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 we do introduce her. But the shows and the movies um I was talking about was you know Demon Slayer, one of the most beautifully animated shows that over the overnight sensation that happened about three years ago. Uh, second season just finished, and then you have Attack on Titan, might be one of the greatest shows ever. Who knows? Debatable. We may or may not talk about it today. And then, of course, Jujutsu Kaisen, the movie, um, which was the prequel to the show. And second season was uh, had an announcement that will be released sometime end of this year or early next year. So there's a lot of things that's going to be happening in terms of anime, and it's stronger than ever. The fan base has been expanding. It's becoming more mainstream. And that was one of the questions I brought up in our last podcast is, uh, why is there a stigma? And now the stigma seems to be less stigmatized because there's billboards on these movies downtown in uh, New, uh, New York Times Square, which is uh, insane. So with that being said, without further ado, I'm going to introduce one of my guests here today. First off, he's been on several podcasts within this subgenre for today. Um, and the question for today we're going to be talking about is your top five favorite antagonists in anime. This, uh, this gentleman to my left, oh, to my right here, he is, I guess he's the one who got me into this. And he is uh, what we collect like to call a, an otaku or a weeboo which is a term that um, in, Jap- in Japanese, I guess, is for someone who loves video games and anime and manga and stuff like that. So with that being said, uh, this guy's in-house expert um, on this type mm. of stuff. I- I'd say that's what I would say. My brother, Bill Lee. If you can please introduce yourself and give us a, a little summary statement on your top five anime antagonists, please. The Baneville of the excerpt part, but okay. <laughs> Hi, I'm uh, Bill. I've been on like... Like uh, Tony has said, I've been on the podcast multiple times. I guess my list is composed of uh, people who have a have a lot of charisma. Who who either through how they talk or just how they carry themselves through the actions or 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 anything like that. Yeah, so it's very charismatic antagonist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Bill, for hopping on today. 
Um, first off, I do want to apologize. I'm a bit low energy because I'm tired and also my voice, uh, I've been losing it the last few days. But with that being said, um, the energy is still here. The passion is still here. Um, with that being said, someone with the most energy and most passion that I've met through a few years ago with work, she's dancing right now as we speak, um, through work, uh, which is something that, um, knowing her at first glance, like you would never think that she would be someone who'd be into this. And when she posted things on Instagram, I was like, yo, what you watch this too you're a fan of this too and then we we kind of i kind of want to have have her on because it's nice to talk to other people who who um love stuff that you love right and especially stuff that is so niche like this that's expanding you're part of the sense of community that's growing and which is growing so fast too at a rapid rate so um without further ado um my friend right here across from the screen um she's wearing a jiu-jitsu kaizen merch right now flaunting it uh, with all the four characters shannon berardi um if you can please introduce yourself and then give us a a teaser statement for your list today of your top five favorite anime antagonists yeah well hello yes my name is shannon i'm first off very like happy and grateful to be part of this anime has actually been a part of my life for like years and it definitely does have like unfortunately before like a stigma so it's nice that like people are just like embracing it and Mm -hmm. this like niche culture is like becoming more one and like I walked around the mall today like wearing this like my best friend like she we both love anime we both came to realization where it's like we like it so like who cares if people think differently or they think Mm -hmm. it's strange it's like we love it so we're gonna just keep embracing it and doing it so super excited that you asked me to be part of this um I guess the little tease for my top five antagonists they kind of vary. So I either have like your typical bad guy or a villain that I think doesn't get enough acknowledgement for what evil or like, an, um, yeah, like what evil like you would presume it would be. We're so used to like having um, bad guys kind of be like these big fights and they're battling. But I think there's also manipulation and like, psych- mm-hmm. like using psychology or like, um, not psych. Well, yeah, I guess type of psychology but more like psychological torture. So they kind of touch more on that or like my big bad guys. <laughs> Enough. Okay. Well, thank you for your time, Shannon, for hopping on today, making time in your busy schedule because I know you, you're, you were quite busy today. So, um, but thank you. Thank you for that. And hopefully you enjoyed your, uh, your first time being on, on our show today. It's, it's funny because um, before I hit on um, what I think your list might have, because I have like my first instinct, my first instinct was she probably has one antagonist from a very popular show that every most likely has watched when you said psychological, the first person that came to my mind. Um, but I don't know. I can't assume because the antagonist list is so long because there's so many enemies out there. What What I'd like to commend you on is because um, I I wanted to have you on. I forgot to mention this because you're uh, you're a heavy cosplayer too. Um, for what I know, you 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 dressed up as the fucking um, creepy ass girl with the pigtails, uh, the, the 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 red light green light girl from Squid Game. Yeah, that was fucking creepy. I messaged you. I was like, good job, but uh, do not do not come by me like that. Uh, I will I will run. With that being said, uh, for listeners at home, you already know who I am. My name is Tony. I am the host for the show. Um, so I am actually lucky. Um, usually on these OG episodes, I um, typically go last unless there's like um like a change to the format. And this time around, it's still gonna be the same <laughs> format. I am going last. I am lucky because 
um, like I alluded to uh, about a minute or two ago. The list of antagonists are so long and the antagonists have so many overlapping qualities that it's so hard to pick which one is like your favorite unless they stand out in some sort of way. Um, So for me right now, I'm going to be honest. (laughs) I told my brothers this uh, about three hours ago and um, this might be the first time I don't have a solid top five list yet and i'm the host of the show i have two that's on my mind and then like another like 10 or 12 antagonists that that can be put in a three four five position and um i guess i gotta pick three (laughs) before you guys finish um but for my list my um my honorables my honorable mentions will be longer than my top five for sure and it could be interchangeable yours as well yeah 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 so so it's hard. Um, I, I, I do, I do, I will, I will, I will say this though. Um, there's one antagonist on my top five for sure that is from the same show as another antagonist that almost made the cut and it's on our honorable mention. So it'll be a duplicate antagonist type of, type of deal. But with that being said, let's head on to the random number generator where we figure out who gets to go first or second or third. Uh, well, just first or second in this case. I'm I'm the host, so I'll go last as usual. Um, usually how it goes, we roll a number between 1 to 25. Um, whoever lands on it closest goes first and then second and then myself. Um, with that being said, Shannon, um, right now it's saying number seven. What number would you like to pick between 1 to 25? 21. 21, 21, 21. Okay, Bill. You know the answer. You know the answer. <laughs> So my brother has this. So I have several guests, just like my brother. I'll, I'll keep it short. Um, who have when when they pop onto the show regularly, they always they always stick to that one number. And I don't think I've ever ran to uh, an episode where there's two people with the same number they 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 always choose, and they have to switch things up. In this case, uh, my brother is going to choose number seven, um, and just because uh, one of one of the, his favorite voice actors in anime, and I guess. That you can deem him as an idol, I believe, uh, or a musical artist. More music, more music artist than voice actor, I would say. Yeah. At this point, yeah. But she has done some voice acting, and you know, in Japan and Korea, it's like multifaceted. <laughs> you could be an art, like a voice actor, model. Uh, I mean, a musical oh, yeah. artist and all MC, that. MC, yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, so with that being said, um, his his is because of one of his favorite uh, artists. Um, so Nanamizuki. Nanamizuki. So number seven um, is his favorite number. So right now it's saying number seven. Um, Shannon, you picked number 21. Bill chose number seven. So we'll spin it three, two. Oh, ho, 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 ho. oh ho, 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 ho. so it's on number 22. Uh, lucky debut girl gets to go first. So in this case, our lists may overlap, but it may not because, again, like there's a long list of shows. There's a long list of whatever, right? So take your time. Um, go through your top five list of your top five antagonists uh, in anime. And then um, give us an order that you're going to go um, with. And then you can break, it th- break down every choice that you choose, okay? I'll start at five. Okay. One, one's like my number one, I think, just like. The, like the best antagonist like i can't wait to see where that person's gonna go reveal the it. secret reveal the anticipation yeah 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 okay so i also have a very not very long but a, like like honorable mentions like you said because i had such a hard time because like i was trying to like pick 
ones from different shows where like people wouldn't overlap because sometimes like certain I would say like villains almost like work together in certain aspects. Mm-hmm. So try to like, pick up for like specific shows. Mm-hmm. I might get a little flack for one Uh-oh. that I chose. Uh oh. Because it's not and there's a big debate even like online. I was like talking my brother also I sat with him and I was like going through this with him. And he's like, no, just put her because you love her. And it's just when you think antagonist. Okay. And so I guess we'll start. I put her five because thinking maybe it's not specifically an anime, but I just feel like I can't not have her in, especially mm-hmm. with my theme with like more of like a psychological torture type of antagonist is what always like intrigues me to follow their story. Because mm-hmm. I think there's more depth to that because they're just intelligent to think there's a reason why they're, they ended up the way they are. It's not so much like world domination and I'm gonna like rule the world. It's like they have a actual purpose. Yep, yep. Um, so I guess we'll start there with number five and I it's Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh, so it's, yes. you're saying it's very debatable. I don't know where you guys stand with it. I'm like 50-50, but I had two people who were like, no, just, just use her. So I was like, okay. Um, Azula, I think mm. Mm. is just like intimidating and she, yeah so I picked her because she's intimidating and ruthless and just so like, like just like conniving mm-hmm. and like she literally not only like talks what she walks but she also is just not like she's not like an overall villain of the show mm-hmm. um, she's not like the main one right like like the um their dad is right mm-hmm. but she's the main one that's like following the our protagonists they're the ones that she's running after and she is such a threat to our characters that it's even interesting because like it's almost like she like I'm gonna say this like she's never like even when they like she's a smart villain because she knows when to retreat but it's not like you lost against her it's like you got lucky that you got away from her uh, or like pursuing like our main characters and being the one that we actually see and the one that they're fighting yeah um, yeah I just think she's resent- like relentless and I just feel like there's not enough female characters to mm in anime or in shows that have that same type of like not like that like aggression that you're just like oh she's terrifying because mm-hmm. even um uncle iroh is like no she's crazy and she must be stopped like we're aware that she needs to be you know taken down and then to my fourth one akito soma from fruits basket oh she, oh yeah like i said like i love a character that has like depth and like like huh. i said like it's like psychological type of torture and what people like it's she's interesting because she's a different view of what a villain is Mm -hmm. from the first angle like she's terrifying and like vindictive but on the other side like we learn her story Mm -hmm. and she's like was taught at a very young age like you are god like hopefully there's no spoilers and stuff going off with things but because there's a spoiler alert first yeah Um, yeah we should preface that in the beginning whatever (laughs) go ahead go ahead um but like you will live forever you'll be you'll be loved you're a god like you have bonds with these numbers that are unbreakable and then you see the abuse that she also had and that she was given all these like grand promises in this vision mm-hmm. so it's interesting how even like the types of antagonists are so stupid like, i think she's like a realistic antagonist like you can meet someone in your life or unfortunately go through this very similar torture mm-hmm. and she's someone that depicts an actual i think real life villain like mm-hmm. someone like this could exist in someone's life mm-hmm. so i think that type of torture that she does to our our main cast mm-hmm. is just um it, it's 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 a different type like i said it's not like you're 
up against battling bad guy. It's like she knows what she's doing and she plays her cards right with how she interacts with our main cast of the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Set four. And then I'm going to go up to my boy, Sukuna. Uh, or sorry, yeah, no, three, number three. Yep, um, yep. I think the unknown of what Sukuna is and what he can really do is intriguing. He's clever. He clearly has an agenda. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not someone who immediately needs results. He's the type of person mm-hmm. that's going to sit back and get exactly what he wants. He's going to wait. Interesting. Like that type of persona is very, like, not only intimidating, but, like, I like clever people. I like people that, like, I feel like a lot of, like, other shows when people write villains, like, the way, the way they, what they wear and how they look is, like, and their main goal, like, that's all they're running after. But mm-hmm. with that, he's just kind of like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to see if this works out. I'm going to mm-hmm. wait. I'm going to see what happens. He's like stirring the pot and has no rush. So yeah. I'm intrigued to see where he's going to go. Coming at number two is King Bradley from Full Metal. Ooh. 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 Again, like it's that same time. Like I definitely have a thing when like he initially wasn't born evil or, you know, it was more like bestowed on him. Mm. And I'm very intrigued when it's like nurture versus nature type of concepts. Mm-hmm. So like he's a villain that like hides behind a mask. He's a deceiver. He's a manipulator. He's extremely yes. intelligent. Yep. He has a strong philosophy of not relying on other beings mm-hmm. um, and his desire for power. And he doesn't even know if it's really his power, like why he thinks that like, he feels this way, but he accepts it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's even more intriguing because he's like this bad guy, but leaves the world as like a hero and a martyr. So you always feel like the bad guy gets like what he deserves, but he didn't. He mm-hmm. gets remembered as literally like a, like a war hero. Like we love King Bradley still, but you as the viewer are like, he was horrible. Like he's the re- like, no, he shouldn't have a happy ending and be remembered nope. in the history books and be favored by the, you know, the, the community, but he gets to leave this world as, you know, uh, like I said, like a martyr or someone that it gets looked up to. Mm. So I think that irony in that is just so as a, as a viewer, you're like, no, like the bad guys always are supposed to lose, but yeah. it's more realistic where it's like, no, like there's people in history that sometimes get remembered yep. and we get remembered, not for the right thing. We get remembered for what people want them to be believed as regardless of what they did was good or not. And then coming in at number one, who literally saved this anime for me, is our boy Muzan from Demon Slayer. He is hands down just brilliant mastermind. Episode seven uh, got me right away. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, my best friend told me to watch this anime Demon Slayer, and I had the roughest time getting past episode five. I was like, I'm not going to like this. It's just him battling with so I was like not in it. Yeah. I thought it was beautiful, but I was like, I don't like I remember even saying, like, why do I care that his family died? Like I was very like <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> that's about Tanjiro. And then episode seven came and just the pure fact that you this is your this is your antagonist. This is like we we meet him in a crowded city. He has a child and he mm. has a, a human wife. Mm. And he's so calm and collective and you're almost questioning like the Tantro get the smell right? Like, or is it like a different demon that maybe like, you know, different, you know, it just happened to smell was on him or whatever the case might be. But mm. the moment he takes his claws and scratches that innocent guy's neck and looks at Tantro and is like, yeah, no, you found me. Like, yeah, I'm the person you want. And it was like, and then it's like, yeah, have fun dealing with that and like walks away. I was like, this man, 
this moves on Michael Jackson looking man, like he, <laughs> he's going to get me like, and so I'm just excited to see where he goes. And even like, as I'm midway through the, the new arc of it, he's just ruthless to even like his underlings and like could care less. And like, if you don't serve a purpose, then you're done. So I'm excited to, yeah, to see where he's going to um, move on as well. So that's my, uh, that's my top five guys. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, there, there was a lot of surprises there. So um so so i forgot to mention this we'll we'll share we'll share our lists then we'll share each other's thoughts on each other's lists fair yeah um so that that's there's a lot for me to think about because um two like a, theme. A, f- a few a few of them were like really like okay yeah like very standard and then the other like there was a few of them where i was like oh interesting okay so we'll we'll talk about we'll talk more about that um, thank you, Shannon, for your time and your uh, list today. That was very well thought out, and you you definitely did your research. <laughs> Unlike my reasoning, my my uh, I don't know about my brother, but my reasoning is going to be like, yo, just like clear cut, like very like simple, straight like straight simple minded. So, um, Bill, asking about like there's a reason why I like certain people. I'm like, yeah, I want to share why I like them, or more so dislike them so much that I like them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think my brother really appreciated your breakdown. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, with that being said, speaking of my brother, um, Bill, can you share your top five list of your favorite antagonists, please? All right. Uh, my list. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll start at the bottom um, at number five. Uh, I, I changed some stuff. Now I'm thinking about it. I changed some stuff, but it, it's, it should be still relatively okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, number five is. What's his last name? No, uh, <laughs> no, nah, nah, it's fine. Uh, his he's a uh, Adachi. Oh, spoilers, I guess Adachi from a uh, Persona Four the animation. Um, obviously, I played uh, the game more, uh, but but it still counts because they made anime about it. So, uh, but Adachi is is really an interesting uh, villain. The uh, antagonist to to the main uh, hero and his uh, his group of friends, um, just because he doesn't he doesn't have like oh I want to take over the world or you know like oh you the protagonist wronged me in the past so I have to like act on revenge. No, Adachi is straight up. I'm bored. I'm gonna murder people. Fuck you, protagonist. It's like yo, that's kind of fucked up, but that's also props to you, man. To, like. Props to you. So yeah, ad- and also later on, there's more um, content released for Persona Four in general, and they really fleshed out his um, character and like why he thinks like that, why he's doing these things. So it's very like outside of the main game, of course, and main anime. But uh, yeah, Adachi is 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 a uh, my five, and then number four is a uh, is uh, Kira Yoshikage from uh, JoJo. Uh, Part four, Diamond is Unbreakable. Um, it's a good one. Uh, JoJo Part four is uh my favorite part of uh, JoJo, so uh, it's obviously that I'm gonna use the main antagonist as in my list. Um, compared to everything else before uh, Part four, it was really like oh the end of like the world or these big ass conflicts that spans multiple continents and stuff like that. And the part four just really shoots it down to one town. And the way the Kira acts is kind of like Adachi, where he 
he's just doing stuff for himself. Mm. He's not doing our revenge against the the protagonist initially because, of course, Kira is in, is a is the villain like antagonist, so he's always doing bad stuff. So the protagonist will eventually have to react to that. But before that, he was just wants, like like he states multiple times in the show, he just wants to live a quiet life in the town. No, he doesn't want any attention from him. He just wants to do his stuff, evil stuff, and just you know live a quiet, quiet, calm, happy life. But then, nope, the protagonist walks in and starts doing shit to him. And then it's it's great. It's just great. Kira's is great. And then my number three is uh is is a certain uh from a certain uh franchise that I really like. It's a uh, Kiri Kotumine from uh, the Fate series. Mm. Um, oh, she's giving sign of approval. You uh, want some mapo tofu? You're a bit short. Yeah, Kiri is just from from zero to stay night. He's just a mm. really interesting, like antagonist just to have around, just because he's so, like he knows what how he is. Like how how evil he is and how fucked up he is, and he go and he doesn't care about anything else and he just does it, you know. Like it's it's just so it's just so interesting to watch him, especially with um with in 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 Stay Night against the main protagonist uh, Shiro Emiya. It's just he he knows how which buttons to push Shiro's like buttons and how to trigger him in a certain way, which is really interesting to watch from Shiro's perspective and see him get this stuff at Kire is just really funny to me. Uh but yeah Kire is just is just great. It's just it's just a great great man, great priest. Would eat his battle tofu any day. Uh, yeah okay. My number two is uh it's uh from another franchise that I hold dear to my heart. It's um from a Gundam, mm. uh, it's 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 probably one of the biggest rivalry rivalries in Japan. Uh, Shar Aznable. Gundam has been a long time like running franchise. Like I stated, it's um it's aired in what like seventy nine something like that nineteen seventy nine, and he was literally the first villain. And all the Gundam like main antagonists are modeled after him. That's how influential he is as like a villain. He's just really charismatic. He wears a mask to like flaunt how like mysterious he is, and he just exudes this elegance in him that like I feel like a lot of, a lot of main the main antagonists try to portray and don't really nail. But mm. Char, he just naturally has it in him for some reason. It's just like, damn, this guy is is kind is kind of whack. But I, 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 I dig him. I dig him. He's he's cool. He's cool, you know? Um, and interesting enough, I think out of all these villains in my list, he's the only time he, he's the only villain in my list that who becomes a, a ally to the protagonist in, in one season and then switches back to being the the, the um, a main antagonist in a different like thing. So it's really interesting to see that depth that a lot of these villains don't have. Um, but yeah, Shar is is great. And then my number one is is this show is just really I I don't really I, I don't like it as much as the other sh- like other villains shows on my list. But it's just this villain is just too good mm. to not to mention. He's um from Monster Johan. Man, Johan is just something else, man. Like I've I've never watched a show 
and have a villain so omnipresent mm. in everything that he does. It's like so like you feel him, even if he's not on screen, even if he's not mentioned. The way he acts, the way he schemes is so like threatening to the main character that you as a viewer feel his presence too. It's like just like absolutely frightening how like stranglehold he has over everything. It's like, damn, this guy is scary. Like ab- like psychopath, like main like in real life serial killer scary. Like this guy is nothing you want to like even talk to or even like see because he will literally turn you if you see him. Like he's that he's that type of scary, like charismatic scary. So yeah, Johan is yeah, no number one pick. No, that's my list. Okay. Thank you for your time today, Bill. Thank you for your list. As you can hear, he is very passionate about this type of shit. Um, but I will say, out of your two lists, I only have one overlap. So this is quite interesting. Um, and the overlap is going to be at the same spot as mine, too. But, uh-oh, uh-oh, but, um, but yeah, yours, yours, for, for most of your shows, I know almost all of them. For yours, Shannon... Um, I've only watched. I haven't watched Fruits Basket yet. It's a really good show. I've heard it's a really good show. So it's not what you think. And I, I mean, know it's it not what sold, you think. It was sold as this like slice of life, like catered to like women type of. And no, it is. It yeah. is it, the amount of depth that I'm so glad. I like you know that's the one thing I think sometimes like you have a vision of what it's supposed to be. You and I, sometimes I like as we kind of call it like trash anime right and I was like yeah if I like host club which is an amazing show by any means but I was just like I want that same type of like lovey-dovey vibe type mm-hmm. of thing so mm-hmm. I put that on and I remember like m- like midway through I was like this is not what I thought it was mm-hmm. going to be so I think even like especially maybe as like a male viewer of anime like and even people on like YouTube like review it they're like all like we did not see it being what it was and they were mm-hmm. glad that they gave it an opportunity so that's amazing that you've watched it because it yeah it's it's, it's a great story that needs to be told so yeah. well i mean that, that's that's why it's still running right like yeah. that's yeah. why it got remade yeah, yeah that's it's what got remade. it's so. that popular that i got remade yeah. again not a lot of animes get remade yeah. again yeah so so uh, that's definitely on my list now because if, if if people are vowing vouching for that because like i've watched like I don't, Bill can attest to it. I watch a lot of slice of life shit too. Don't get me wrong. Right. I like calling it slice of life, but which as it, that's what it is. But like, yeah, like, I, like for me, when I see fruits basket, I was like, oh no, is it gonna be like Clanad, but without the crying? Like, <laughs> oh yo, like I do not, I do not need that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but but we'll, we'll talk about that on another episode. Yeah. Um, but for right now, um, we're gonna go into my list here today. Um, so I, so when you guys were talking, I did finalize my list with no um, influence whatsoever. One of the characters that I did hold on to this list um, on my list was already there, and the, that was the one that was kind of the overlapping character, and it was already positioned at that number one. Um, but with that being said. Um, or one of the five, sorry. But with that being said, this is my top five anime uh, antagonists that I like. Um, and my number five, uh, we're going to go bottom up. So number five, uh, this shows a psychological show. Uh, I guess it's Shonen, one of the first uh, R-rated ones or seinen's maybe. Um, but 
it's borderline borderline seinen which is like a, an adult version of anime which has content that's sh- like it's r-rated in a sense yeah. um so I, I like multifaceted villains but i like shows with a lot of great storylines and shit that just like keeps me on the edge of my seat and things i like to like if it's a show that like does its job correctly then you know then uh then it's something i roll with so if it's like a slice of life let's just say clonad clonad's job is to make you cry done like if it's like something like demon slayer and the animation is supposed to be beautiful and supposed to that's what they go on done you know what i mean attack on titan the storyline is fucking amazing done you know what i mean like superb might might hot take like i'm gonna say it again might be the best written anime that i've seen ever so um but with that being said um my number five here i like i like 6d chess type of anime so what that means is like things that make you think and like the 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 one the the main character or like the antagonist or the protagonist um kind of makes makes um makes a move and then you they have to outmaneuver the next person outmaneuver the next person and just outwit them right um in this case um this one is a bit controversial but i'm gonna put it here even though he is a pro tag i still think because of the storyline um of how you know um his motives i guess versus the morals of the world is kind of what makes him an antagonist in my eyes and my brother and i had this conversation already um it's uh kira from death note pro tag but i'm gonna put him as an antag just because he's antagonist <laughs> he is a main character but i put him as an antagonist because of yeah. the morals that you know that is around that world and the way he structures his mindset on what he feels is the correct way of looking at justice per se and it's the god complex and everything like that kind of out outmaneuvering his uh i guess his rival or his the guy who's trying to search for him um makes it made it ve- uh, such a great watch and then you know it, after that it kind of took a dip i'm sorry kind of like three yeah three guys after him Exactly. So, so, but with that being said, like, I'm not going to spoil too much for the people who yeah. aren't watching, but, um, or have, haven't watched yet. I don't know why you haven't watched it yet, but it's up there. It's highly acclaimed. So, um, my number four, very popular show. This is one of the, um, guys who are on my list already. Um, and I, ha- I, I kind of switched my other guy and put it like, so I had an honorable mention and this guy and these two, were switched in terms of where they were and i just put this guy in because of his reasoning as to why he's there even though the other guy's more well known as a villain for the show and more so like memeable and more of a character um i feel like for this guy for me it made me think more about the show it made it more of a show that i didn't think it was gonna be until I watched this character and it, it, it kind of exposed the it exposed the double entendre and irony of what humanity is versus what this character is portraying and what should be the moral compass. Um, and the character I'm talking about is Miriam from Hunter x Hunter. Um, the if you if you ever look at him, he looks like Frieza or like the the turtle turtle helmet uh, motherfucker. 
um there's a big there's a big scene um where he fights this um old geezer one of the biggest fights um in the show so long story short i'm not gonna get into it he 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 is the main he is one of the big biggest villains and the biggest arcs in that in that show and he comes in and it kind of puts the whole you know because he comes in and threatens humanity uh, threatens humanity because he is the villain but there's such a big character development um that even if you watch it the first time you kind of see a glimpse of it but it's not um that prevalent until you watch it the second time and when you watch it the second time you kind of realize oh shit the person who's trying to save the world is not doing this in a humane way but yet this villain is more humane or has some more sense of humanity than the the the, the person who's trying to save the world which is the old geezer so it, it, it put, it's very ironic so that's why I put him on there um, my brother and you can guess if uh, the other carrot, the other antagonist on the show would be in my animals mention um, he is a gag guy so um, no pun intended there um, number three on my list again I like 60 um, type of mind battles mind games where um, people you know do things outside of the box and the, that you don't expect and for this character, um, I'm not going to spoil it, um, but if you watched it, um, well, I mean, there's spoilers in the show, right? This episode already, but I'm not going to spoil it too much. But if you if you watch the show, um, it's a it's a really big show, one of the big three in the big in the mid 2000s to late and then in the late 2000 uh, late 2000s 2010 2011 or so, and. Um, Oh, I know who this is. Yeah, yeah you, I know. Yeah, yeah I think about it. I know. Yeah. So yeah. this this character, uh, he was he was a good guy, and then or was he? Or was he? <laughs> or was he? It, it could have been a ploy, right? So that that's why I like this character. Um, it's Eisen from Bleach. Um, fucking fucking mad genius. Um, there are there are there are things where there are like debates and shit like that where people are like. Who would win in the fight, Aizen or Madara from Naruto? Who would win? It's like, yo, not only Aizen is strong, and like it, it took the main character to like go into like this super fucking like mode where like, oh hey, he can't beat him. Let's just put more powers and just shoot it out of his ass or deal to beat this guy. He's he played everyone. He even played us. Like how he had this plan. So- it just boggles my mind uh much respects to people who like that like just he he's very meticulous and and i respect him for that um that's why and there's a scene in there where he made it look like something happened that didn't happen and everyone was like yo what that was a pivotal point of the show so um great on him um now my number two here i think bill this is one of bill's favorite character uh, favorite shows um one of I would only put this on the list because without this character, this show does not exist. Um, I hate this character just because it's so relatable to someone, uh, uh, I guess, like in terms of people who have this type of char- character in their lives. But um, this this show is uh, Evangelion, or we call it Ava, and it's uh, Shinji's dad. Um, I forgot what's his first name. Uh, I know it's something, Akari. But- Gendo, Gendo. Gendo Akari. So when I watched the show, I told my brother, I was like, yo, let's watch Ava because 
I know Ava. I don't. I know it's about robots. And I know it's about psychological bullshit. Like this, the main character goes through a lot of trauma and fucked up shit in his past. And you watch it, and you're like, "Holy fuck!" The dad is the biggest asshole of all time. And you mm-hmm. watch it. Yep. Yep. Asshole. Yep. You watch it, and you're like, "I don't like this character." You hate him, and he's the scum of the world. But at the same time, you're like, "Holy shit!" It it it. it put this main character into such a precarious position that without the father's influence on his character and his morals and everything and the situation he was put into, the show doesn't exist without him. Um, you don't have this main character who's broken. You don't have this um, anything. You don't have anything, you don't have anything. without him. Exactly. Anything without him. So he has a twisted way of thinking. That, that's why I would like to say. Um, twisted way of doing things as well so that's why he's on my number two um, just because of impact itself and speaking of impact my number one um, this show is long um, very long Um, it feels long too than a typical regular show because it's a a continuous show um, from what I found out and it's it's dredge like it, it's it's completely dreadful it, it just takes its time it's a slow burner but man holy motherfucking god if you have ever watched a character who never had that much screen time at all but had so much impact and meticulously put it out there from his plan from when he was a little boy up until he was an adult. Yep. Yep. Just to ruin this one person's life. And this person saved his life, technically speaking. The steps that he put in to prevent this guy to get to where he needed to, to reach his goal or to fucking, um, to just make his life hell, living hell. It has to be Johan Liebert from Monster as well for me. Number one, same as my brother's number one. This show is a psychological torment. Goodness, you don't need, like, out, it's 70, 70 plus episodes or so. Out of 70 plus episodes, you have three episodes of him being a kid and then maybe five more episodes of him, like, going in and out, being an adult. Ten episodes maybe in whole. That is it. That's all you see of the main antagonist. And you're like, holy shit, you feel like his presence is always there. Regardless of whatever action, whatever plan that's put into action, or whatever character has been influenced in it, or the country that the person goes through, or like he he manages to leave cookie uh, cookie crumbs for this person to, to, to follow. Like, he's in the palm of his hands, and he's just like, licking it. And you're like, what the fuck? Um, so that that's that's kind of why it's on there because again he's not that type of person like like you said shannon like the cold cliche trope character where it's like oh i'm out here to you know i have a twisted way of um thinking of like uh how justice is supposed to be or like something did something to me so i'm gonna exact revenge or put it out to the world or um i want a, a total world domination or total world destruction or some 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 uh, aspect of that this is just a vendetta that had no basis that he just put on because he's a straight psychopath. And he just he just did what he wanted to do and just made this guy's like life hell. 
and yeah, that's that's my list for um, my top five antagonists. Ooh, it's getting a bit spicy in there, don't you think? But before we head back and finish the rest of this debate, we're going to take a short little break. Usually, podcasts would have sponsor ads here. I don't, unfortunately. I just want to take this time here to tell you guys to go get yourself a glass of water, yell at the clouds, or message your friends of the hot takes you've been hearing thus far. Or you can hop onto our IG account at BB Shop Quintet Podcast and emails at bbshopquintetpodcast at gmail.com for any comments, questions, or any updates or input. Now, we will see you in a few. For yourself, Shannon. Um, oh, well, first off, let, let's, sorry, before you jump into our mentions, let's, let's, let's uh, share each other's uh, thoughts on each other's list. So, um, can you repeat your list again for us, please? Yes. So number five came in with Azula. And then we have Akitosoma from Fruits Basket. Number three, we have Sukuna from Jujutsu Kaisen. King Bradley from Full Metal Brotherhood. And then I have Muzan from Demon Slayer. Mm-hmm. Bill, let's start off with you. Do you have any thoughts on those? Uh, so Sukuna and Muzan, they're... They both of those, uh, both of those antagonists are from currently, well, yeah, currently running anime. So, for, hypothetically, depending on it, what happens, would you think that it would change? Like their positions would change? Yeah, yeah. I think I did it with. I actually wrote that note. The reason why I kind of chose them, and they are maybe a little bit higher versus like a full ending story. Like I mm-hmm. like you know. Full metal, full metal has ending. Food basket has an ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even Avatar: Last Airbender has ending. Um, my whole thing is that I'm excited to see where they're gonna go, mm-hmm. like where they're gonna end. I feel like both of the creators of the show obviously have an end goal, mm-hmm. and they almost like tease you enough to enjoy the character. But because they are still living in this like unknown bracket, mm-hmm. that's why I think it makes them almost more powerful because we don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah, the, so, the, the, the the power of the unknown. Yeah, yeah, it's very intriguingly intriguing. But I'm like, yeah, like I said, I'm just excited to see where these type of antagonists, especially because they're intelligent, um, where like what they're gonna do and where they're gonna go, because they clearly don't. They they have a, they almost seem like they have like a grand plan, and they're not in a rush to get to that plan. Mm-hmm. So as a viewer, I'm excited to see what they are planning <laughs> for our main our main good guys. I, I like I like the way you said that because like for like especially for Sukuna and Muzan like uh, because it's fresh in our minds right like they, if you look at it they don't have much screen time either for the time being right and when like when when I when I shared Johan Muzan is very similar as well in the sense like he has this grand plan and he has his fingers wrapped over like around everything mm-hmm. and and he doesn't have to do much he has his underlings to do it for him. In in other sense, like and you feel his presence. In other sense, Sukuna, you just know he's in the background. You just know he's waiting. And then there's all amongst all this chaos with the other antagonists as well. That like there there's like a date that's put on, but then there's also this guy. Like 
Tsukuna who comes out like to uh, almost kill one of the main characters and the spoiler again, but you know what I mean? But you know, it lets him live because he wants to see what his potential is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, shit, like, what, what is he's, his he's back on his throne. He's just waiting. And like, you don't know what he, I guess, thinking like, I don't know what his plan is, especially with like Megamine. It's like, why are you so obsessed with my boy? Like, why do you need him? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I, and I feel like for myself, I, I like, I like, Sukuna's my favorite character. So I, I, I like him over Gojo, no offense um, to anyone out there who's a Gojo simps. And then, uh, you know, uh, Itadori as well. You know, like I, I think like the char- the main character in that show is very like, I want to say bland. Like he's like a Robert Pattinson and Batman where like they, he just elevates everyone else's characters. Yeah. You know? I do think like it's almost like Sukuna's story. We're just kind of waiting to see what's going to happen. <laughs> Everything else around it's just kind of like building other storylines so we can enjoy it. But I think he has he's going to drop some something down on us hard. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, do you have any thoughts on her other shows? Uh, I I guess yeah, no no yeah I guess uh, I was about to say like oh if uh, if. Uh, we discounted the uh, Avatar uh, <laughs> because it's not uh, anime. anime but, but that's probably <laughs> okay. like your top. Like I'm assuming that's going to be one of the top honorable mentions that would be like switch around or something like that. But but yeah, yeah. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> no, I definitely had like a, she. That's why she kind of sits at five. But because it is yeah. But uh, I it's crazy because a lot of my on, on, honorable mentions have like circulated with some people that you guys have already mentioned mm. so yeah so it's interesting to hear you guys talk about them and i was like oh i ha-, like i they were almost in the fifth spot all yeah. the all the people in the honorable mentions was like azula and like everybody else and i was like flipping and flopping so yeah i mean it's it's tough right because like all like we have a long list and you and i probably have a very long list of honorable mentions shannon um the thing is like each of them have very overlapping qualities, but they have something something distinct about them that makes them you're like, oh fuck. Like, and I feel like majority of these shows are more so like the antagonist is what draws you more in than the than the protag. The protagonist is bland, so you can insert yourself into those characters. No, but for myself, uh speaking of like that little something that made them stand out. Um, King Bradley is actually on my honorable mentions because Full Metal Alchemist for myself at this moment and for a very long time it's sitting right there on the throne as my number one show anime show of all time the only reason is that there's so many dimensions to that show but also King Bradley appears in both versions of the show as different sins but yet the way he's portrayed and the way he's conveyed through those two sins are so good. Like it's brilliant that he overshadows all the other sins and the bad guy, like the main bad guy of each, like the original end of brotherhood. Sometimes you mistake that King Bradley's actually the main villain, but he's not the main villain. He's just like the next guy under. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, so, and he, he brings that charisma. Again, just for people who haven't watched the show, like this is the I think this and Attack on Titan are the two shows that like are the most, um, in my opinion, that I've seen that are the most um, parallel or has a lot of similarities to World War One, uh, World War Two. Sorry, with Hitler. Yeah. And and Fear Bradley King Bradley Fear is supposed to be Hitler per se. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with the 
greased black hair to the side and then with a with a little mustache uh, with this mustache right um very good at combat very charismatic like this is a charisma yeah. of its own, right so i like both of them almost because that same reason it's like you can you can take like like i get it like they have like a certain powers and certain things that might be like ab like like not human-like abilities are both in those shows, but they are such on a storyline of what humanity actually is. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's like, like what happens to these characters and who they are. It's it's a reflection of like even like modern day society or even past society. But using those as like a storyline versus like you know other animes that are out there are very like magical and you can kind of do anything you want because it's it, it is a drawing. It's a cart type of cartoons in a sense so it's like the the ability to do whatever you want will just make sense in whatever universe that you want to write yeah. but these both of them kind of have like a streamline of more of a realistic like war setting and mm-hmm. we play by like those rules of what mm-hmm. we would see like in our history text in our textbooks yes yes good point do do you have any other thoughts on her list or do you want to move uh, on to yours yeah we can move on to mine okay yeah. do you want to repeat your list once again and uh sure. yeah so my list is uh so number five Adachi, uh, from what shows from uh, Persona Four the animation, uh number four is Kira Yoshikage from JoJo Part Four, uh number three is Kira Kotume from the Fate franchise I guess number two is Shar Aznable from the Gundam franchise and number one is Johan from uh, Monster. Shannon, do you have any thoughts on his list by chance? Or do you know any, all of those shows or any of them? I definitely like the Fate series for sure. Um, he's also on my honorable mentions, um, especially Fate Zero. Mm. I do like the other series, but I think Fate Zero can stand on its own. And when people are like, oh, I don't want to get into it because there's so many different versions of it. I was like, if you're going to watch one, you're going to watch zero because it can literally like i said it stands on its own anime mm. you can enjoy the character you see the prequel of everything that happened before it and you actually get to see like i'm saying this right correctly but like kotume's like character development mm. so like i watched zero first and then stay night and then what was unlimited blade wars right that's the order i think it goes um, yeah yeah unlimited blade works yeah yeah, yeah. so i did watch it in that technical order. So it would have been interesting to watch it afterwards because like when you, because like I already know he's going to be like a villain, right? As mm-hmm. you watch it in that order. But it's interesting because like he was kind of this like wacky that followed around like, um, I don't want to say his name wrong, but the guy, um, no, well, no, well, yeah, the guy that, oh, the guy that um, is in charge of Gilgamesh. Oh, so, uh, the family. Tokyomi. Like, yeah yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah yeah so he's literally like his like um like you know like his lackey does everything he wants to do and then yes and then Gilgamesh he's all Gilgamesh is also on my honorable mention list because he came in and was like yeah I'll play the game but I'm gonna play my game first like completely corrupted yeah. this priest but like the man obviously had these desires and just like brought it out in him and then you see him just develop this like pure antagonist evil guy like I don't want to do spoilers, but like what he does to that family. And then like, Hey, by the way, I'm pretty much going to be in charge of you now, little girl. Like I, tr- I'm entrusted with you. Like you're like, this man is horrible. 
And all because, like, you know, Gilgamesh was bored and he wanted to drink. You know, the, the interesting thing, I was watching back, like, some of the highlight scenes of them. And a lot of the time, they're just sitting and having conversations. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Yeah. stuff. So his, like, bad guy persona was just, like, casually being brought out of him. And mm-hmm. then you see what he does in the end because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the other ones, I'm not too keen on them. So, I don't like, I know parts of it. Mm-hmm. I've heard that Monster is, like, very good. But I haven't dived into enough to make mm-hmm. and even for my honorable mention people like it's been so long that I haven't watched it mm-hmm. so I, don't, I didn't want to like talk on them because I don't want to not I don't know not know what I'm saying I guess yeah um I guess my thoughts I also have Kiri and Gil my honorable mention um as a duel um well I'll, I'll touch upon that later but uh, when we get there um but Kiri, but Kiri, I guess like for that show, he he is very charismatic as in in his own way, right? So that's the thing, and it's it's funny because he's a man of the priest, so that's irony behind that shit, right? And you know, you know, it's 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 a trope for any media, whoever is behind this, a religion per se, more so under the umbrella of Christianity, is sometimes deemed to be the bad person or like a culty vibe you know what i mean like um i'm not saying anything uh, i'm not shooting anyone's religion down here but that that's what some some media and some um pieces of like um movies and tv and anime and stuff like that like short films uh sometimes they do portray that type of stuff um but with that being said um it's a very dark show too so it, it, he definitely fits that and I will say that fight in Fate Zero, Kiri versus um, Kuritsugu, one of the yeah. best scenes I've seen ever. Holy I had to rewatch it the other day because I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, they, they just legit fight in the back cave. It's so funny. It's so funny. With your other characters, Char, yeah. Like, I don't watch Gundam. I'm not a big fan. But he is one of those, like, iconic bad guys. Like, he, like... He's he's memeable, but he's also one of those iconic bad guys. When you know Gundam, the first name that comes up to your mind is Char. He's yeah. even more like he's even more, um, I guess, more well renowned than the, the protagonist yeah, himself. Definitely, definitely for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Monster. I'm not gonna talk about that because that was on my list. Um, then who else did you have? You had two more. Uh, I had uh, Kira and Adachi. So I don't play Persona, so I can't touch upon that. But Kira is actually on, I have two Kiras, so the other Kira is actually on my other list as well. Um, he's one of my favorite. Uh, actually, no, he is my favorite antagonist for that whole franchise in general. Um, just because this guy is a serial killer, and he just wants to like do his own shit, and then all of a sudden he gets wrapped up in this other bullshit, and he's like, "Yo, just get me out of this and let me like kill people and uh, you know collect hands." Like, he's also charismatic as in, in his own way too. I would say that as like a villain, um, very silent type, but very charismatic and uh, dresses well. I like that. So um, like a professional serial killer, I guess. Um, <laughs> and then from my list here, I have uh, Cure from Death Note number five, Miriam from Hunter x Hunter number four. Uh, number three is Aizen. Number two is Kendo Akari or Shinji's dad. Gendo, Gendo. Gendo Akari from... Uh, or Shinji's dad from Ava or Evangelion, and Johan Liebert, my number one from Monster. Um, I guess, Bill, you, we can start off with you first. Do you have any thoughts on my list? 
Mm, yeah, Kira is an interesting pick. I would, I, I would really, I like. It's your list, so you could do whatever you want. But personally, I would, I wouldn't put him on my list just because you know he is the protagonist, right? He, we see mm. the story told through his eyes, so he is the protagonist, even though he does some really fucked up shit. Like he is the protagonist, so mm. I wouldn't put him on the list as a antagonist in in my definition. Yeah, like I would put L as the antagonist, like even though he is the good guy. Yeah, yeah. He like for me, antagonist opposes the protagonist, yeah. and therefore L is the antagonist to light, right? So, so yeah. But of course, it's your list. You do whatever you want. Everybody has their own like somewhat definable like different interpretation of how you call antagonist or protagonist whatever so mm-hmm. but yeah that's yeah and then everything else is yeah Eisen's a 460 chess motherfucker <laughs> uh, Johan is scary as fuck uh, who else did you have? Uh, I had Miriam from Hunter x Hunter mm-hmm. and uh, Gendo yeah yeah Gendo yeah he's shitty dad uh, and Miriam I, I really like that choice just because and I'm not sure if you mentioned it or not, but he's like not human. Yeah, so yeah. I didn't want to say that. Oh well, okay. Well, yeah. But... Um, okay, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not human, so he shows off like human problems. Like, it's just really interesting um, contrast between him and the old geezer guy. It's like, oh shit! Like you said, right? Like good guy, bad guy. And then yeah, the bad guy has, has more, more good guy human traits. Human traits, like but yo, like the heck, that's that's just that's very like even though I didn't watch the show, I know about it enough. Like that's a really interesting, like a good. Pick. It's a dichotomy. A it's, very it's, good pick. It's a dichotomy. Yeah, very good pick for, for a, a, a antagonist. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my list. Uh, Shannon, do you have any thoughts on my list, or do you know any? Yeah. Yes. Um. Definitely. Probably more than his. Probably more than <laughs> his in depth list. It's kind of funny. I'm like, I'm not even gonna have like an honorable mention list anymore because it's like, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, yeah, this guy. Um, yeah, like Yagami, he's he's a he's an antagonist, and I know there's a lot of like, obviously, it's like a good it's a good debate type of conversation. Um, my brother and I have actually looked really into it, like, because I remember for the longest time I was like, no, he's the protagonist. He's it's his story. We're watching him get the death note and what he chooses to do with it. And then I realized, because we, we, we watch it every October, it's like our Halloween thing. So um, I've noticed when I went from, I think it what came out, in, I don't know, maybe I was 13 or something when it came out in, that, in around that range. But you are like, oh, like a, a, a child. Mm. And I, we came to this um, conclusion that when you were a kid and you watch Death Note for the first couple of times and you, keep, you, know, you keep watching it, Light Yagami and Kira is your protagonist. And as a kid, you view him as your protagonist. As you become an adult and you see what he's doing and you've lived experiences in the world, you then are like, no, he's an antagonist because mm. he's trying to portray what he believes is right. And I think that's a very childish mindset. Like when we're kids, we think like, no, we need this to be like that because this is what we believe. And you don't, you, know, you almost like don't view another people's perspective. Yeah. But as an adult, you grow older and you go, no life doesn't work out just because the way you want it to be doesn't mean it's right so i would i would say like again our boy kira he's an antagonist and if you watch the show as if al is the protagonist in it and 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 and, you know his other people are going after him you realize like this whole thing this 
evil in the world or this like you know even though he's doing good but he's only doing good in his name only and what he believes is good Mm -hmm. um and i don't think that's what a protagonist should be doing i think a protagonist looks at the overall good regardless of what they believe like they try to help as many as they can even if they don't agree with what is happening and then the other one is eisen from bleach um i haven't watched bleach in a while so that's why i was like i couldn't really put him in my list and feel confident with like what i need to say but i know exactly what you're talking about that moment when he it just he like and i think maybe that's even like one of the starts where you got to take a character where things surprised me i feel like especially even as i grow older things it takes a lot to surprise me i feel like i can watch a show even like you know a movie you know, with real, you know, people and actors and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, I know how this is going to end. I know this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So to have those twists and turns are like needed. And he, I think, is the epiphany of just that villain in the shadows. And it was just, yeah, that moment you get it once and it's great. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 no, I agree. I agree. Um, funny thing you said, the, the, the way you broke that down, the light yagami as an antagonist because of like the morals when you watch it when you're younger contrast to when you're growing up and you understand more right you have more more life life lessons i think that's that's that that's like one of the reasons why that show is so popular is not only just you know the 60 chess and like the intrigue and everything that that's going on there but also like it's one of those shows that flips it on its like on its side right like the the pro like what's supposed to be an antagonist by trope or by cliche is the protagonist now so you're like do you root for this guy like but by definition bill is right that is the protagonist like if you're looking at protagonist and antagonist and you look at the webster's dictionary or oxford dictionary that's what it says but in this case because of the moral sense or general like um general scope of what the world is like he defies everything because of his twisted sense of justice and, and complex. <laughs> his God complex. Exactly. And the way he goes about it is, is what an antagonist would do, just like what you allude to. So um, I think that's one of the reasons why that show is very good. <laughs> yeah. Like still popular, like yeah. what, like two decades almost. Yeah. Yeah. Like a long time now. Yeah. And then you have L who's the opposite, who shows that drastic contrast. Right. So um technically by definition he's an antagonist right but um but yeah um all right so we'll we'll dive into um the honorable mentions list here um since you said we almost nailed all your honorable mentions i i don't know how long your list is but you can run through it again um before we uh, take all your choices so yeah i'll just do like a short i like i'll just do the ones i guess kind of haven't been mentioned and stuff but um Obviously, you're gonna put my 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 boy, <laughs> um, Tomura Shigaraki, great antagonist. Um, uh, obviously, all for one. Mm. Uh, I don't want to say his name wrong, but Mato Mato from Jujutsu um, Kaisen. Oh, Mahito, the blue, the blue haired man's. Yeah, the cut up guy, like the one that's yeah, yeah, yeah. The, new, the newer curse. The Mahito, um, yeah. yeah. And yeah, but other than that, I guess my list is still actually, I kind of shortened it down because I didn't want to like <laughs> earlier today. So, but yeah, Eisen's obviously on there, Gildamesh, um, um, Koptamine, I think also Kiri. Kiri, Kiri, Kiri. yeah. Kiri. yeah. Um, 
I'll just keep it at that to keep it short. So those are kind of like my <laughs> other honorable mentions. Well, you have you have total freedom to go through your whole list. So <laughs> no, it's okay. No, no, you guys go. <laughs> you guys go. It's fine. <laughs> All right, so uh, my honorable mentions is uh, Full Frontal from Gundam Unicorn, uh, Rustal Alien from uh, Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans, uh, Madara from Naruto Shippuden. Mm. Uh, this one I excluded from my list just because I already put a JoJo villain in there already, a JoJo antagonist already. Um, it's Dio from uh, JoJo Part 1 and Part 3. Um, my next one is uh, Father from uh, Fullman Alchemist Brotherhood and uh, have you watched uh, Shane have you watched uh, Madoka yet Madoka Magica no no okay I'm not gonna say that one then because that <laughs> if yeah. I say this name it completely ruins the whole show so I don't yeah. nope, nope I can't yeah. say it it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like the Eisen for yeah it's, uh-huh. it's definitely the Eisen yeah, movie. yeah. Um, okay, thank you, Bill. Yep. Um, for myself, mine is pretty like straightforward, um, like simple-minded answers. So, um, just in terms of like root strength <laughs> um, and his his complex and trying to like chase up, um, follow, and uh, I guess match or be more superior than the main character, uh, Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z. Uh, <laughs> and he was an antagonist at first. Yes, he was. <laughs> um, and then I have uh, again Kira, Kira and Gil. Um, so I'll touch upon a bit that a bit a little bit. Um, Kira, uh, you guys already talked about it. Um, he sits in the back, you know, does his own thing, but he's very ironic because he's from the church. This dread, dredge, and then they they pair up. So they pair up. Um, the thing is like this: Gil comes in with. Everything that he has, he has everything in the world. He doesn't need anything else. And it's ironic that he pairs up with the guy who who just wants to observe. And he just sits there and observes and does nothing. And, and when he pops up, he comes up and influences in the most important parts. Um, so especially in the movies. So that that's that's where um, it's it's very uh, integral there. Um, King Bradley, as I already mentioned, uh, Kira, I already mentioned as well. Um, from Hunter x Hunter, the other um, <laughs> antagonist, why I'm laughing is because of the gag, uh, the memes from this guy. It's our friendly neighborhood watcher, Hisoka, perverted guy who gets turned on because he wants to fight very strong guys. Oh, God! Um, yeah. And then, um, so good. He's like, so good. And then from Attack on Titan, um, I guess I can say it because it's not very, uh, a spoiler because they reveal him and you know he's an antagonist. Whoa. Um, I made sure I didn't take any Attack on Titan comments or people on here. Zeke. That's safe enough. Yeah, that's safe enough. Yeah, I'm, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. He is when you, when you first see him at what the end of season two and you don't even know who he is yet that's being introduced as that's the, your new antagonist so I mean, yeah i mean i had another character on there but it would have spoiled too much and i was like you know what i'm gonna put that on hold let's just put that on hold for like <laughs> a safe space for all <laughs> space for all um and then uh <laughs> i'm sorry it's like my favorite one of my favorite anime so it's like i don't want to know nothing we're acting like it doesn't even exist in this no. podcast and, and that's that's the way we're gonna go with yeah. it 
Um, and then uh, two more um, from One Punch Man. I have Garo um, from season two. So he's the main antagonist of that show, but he's more so an anti-hero per se. Mm-hmm. Um, very because the show is about one guy, like the main protagonist. The second season took a lot of the attention from that one guy and put it onto this um, antagonist, I would say, um, this villain or anti-hero you want to call him. And um, you really see a big character development. It sucks that animation was shit. But with that being said, like his character development was so good, it kind of carried that second season a bit. Without his character development, I don't think that show even has a consideration of even continuing or even mentioned to be continued for a third season. And his storyline will even continue into the third season. So that's very um, interesting already. There's unfinished stuff there. And then um, speaking of first and second seasons, first season of this show, besides from Attack on Titan, and I like 6D chess shit, and this show, the second season flopped. Oh, I know, I know who we're talking about now. Flopped, yeah, flopped talking about. fucking hard. Um, but the first season, just because of this antagonist, she really made this show what it was. It, she had uh, all the chips stacked against the main characters. And because the main characters are kids, and because she um, was also, I guess, spoiler alert, people don't listen to this if you don't want to hear this. Um, she was also um, a product of the system, I would say. I'll just leave it as that. Um, she she, she kind of has a knowledge and she's an adult and she, she is that like um, warden of that place, right? So like, um, and her name's uh, Isabella from uh, Promised Neverland. Um, season one. Um, I don't know if you watched that show yet. No, I was told not to watch it. Is <laughs> that a good thing to be told not to watch it? It's it's a waste of your time if you're it's looking. So infuriating. So infuriating just because season one's so fucking good, but season two is just so fucking bad. It, it hurts. It hurts. Like I want to say you should watch it just for season one, but then like just stop. Just stop. But then, but then you get the urge to watch season two, but then that ruined your whole experience. Like, fuck, like, I can't, ugh, it's hard. It's yeah. Hard. Yeah. When we had this anime episode two years ago, I had, uh, I, I believe I had in my top five Promised Neverland mm. currently just to, at that moment because it was so good. Like, it was very yeah. good. And then shit just hit the fan. Yeah. And uh, you're like, wow. They, Is they, it like Sword Art round two pretty much? Like, it went from good to bad real quick. Yeah, yeah, basically, basically. I w- I would say it's kind of like Game of Thrones, where like, oh, oh, really like fucked up everything. Yeah, it's like that. It's like that bad. Yeah. Like, before I let you off, make sure you check out the Barbershop Quintet podcast on all streaming platforms. Give us a like. Give us a five star review on Apple Pod, and follow us at. BB Shop Quintet Podcast on IG. If you want to be involved as a guest on our panel or have any topics you'd like to discuss about, hit us up on our IG account or email us at bbshopquintetpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your fresh inputs and ideas for this pod. Let us be your top five of the day. Oh, it's even worse. You okay. want to watch the first seven seasons or whatever? Just yeah. it's it's all most of them were like probably most of them were like really good.
but then the sixth season, sixth, uh, the yeah, sixth, no, the eighth season comes around. Like, this is so bad. That's a great example. It's like, it's like that. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly like that. So, all right. So, first question for you here: Is there a pro? We're gonna we're gonna switch the tables this time. So, um, we were talking a lot about antagonists, and um, in this case, is there a protagonist that you absolutely hate? So I had a hard time answering this because I feel like there's a reason why the anime itself dragged me in at first because I enjoy the character, what they're going to show. And I I don't have a specific one, but I do know what I don't like about protagonists. Mm. And I thought that would have been an easier way yep. to go about this question. So when someone's like too OP, like overpowered and uh, characters have like a plot armor where it's just too obvious, yeah. um, they're just allowing whatever they, whatever the writers want, they're just going to throw in and go like, yeah, let's just make this happen because we mm-hmm. can just make it happen. And we made this character so powerful. It all makes sense. Mm-hmm. I sometimes feel like the, as I mean, I can't speak for like, the writers of big yeah. certain mangas and stuff like that, but it just, for me, it feels like they create these worlds that have like endless possibilities Mm. And us as the viewer are expected to accept everything that they throw at us. Mm. But it's not like that because we get so involved with our characters and we view them as like people and they have, yeah. and they have like a soul and they have something that is intriguing to us. So as soon as they become like almost unrealistic or like unattainable for us, mm. I like check out because I'm like, yeah. I can't, I can't relate to you anymore. Or, or even at the beginning and I started anime and I'm like, this character like does no wrong. I'm like, no, like, we're all flawed people. Yeah. And I think writers think it's easier to just write good characters, making them generally just good. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, as people, like we want to see the good, bad, and the ugly, and even our 2D characters. Yep, yep. I agree. I agree. I think that's why, uh, like you said, Tony, that's why uh, Death Note is so good because, yeah, it's just it just just a formula on his head, right? Like the 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 the, the main the main protagonist, like, should be this goody-goody two-shoes, right? But he's not. So, like, yo, like, this is, this is different, right? Because yeah, this is different, Because yeah. a lot of, a lot of literature, like, a lot of media in general, right? Not even, like, anime, but, like, movies, games, books, like, main protagonist, the one who you're reading, their perspective is always the good guy. Well, most of the time, right? But when, when something as big as Death Oath turns its head, turns that idea on its head so like much we're like and does it well does it well you're like mm-hmm. yo am is this right to cheer out the light like yo what the <laughs> fuck like questioning your own sanity you're like wait do i have a god complex like is that how i want yeah, the world yeah. to be and do you have a antagonist that you don't like uh you protagonist a um, protagonist yes protagonist kind of yeah. like shannon where i don't i can't name stuff on my head like on top of my head but for me like traits that i don't like are uh, when the protagonist is kind of whining or like annoying interesting okay like like please please clarify so like when when they like complain about stuff not going their way like uh, and and what i mean complain is like when they like don't like the 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 situation they're put situation in. they're put in or like mm. the 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 plans that the the people around them like force well not force but like happens around the main, the main protagonist happens mm-hmm. like it's just very i don't know i just can't get into it so like, like for example of that is um 
I I forget his name, but the main protagonist from Eureka Seven. It's an old like yeah, I don't know that show. It's an old mecha show from two thousand pre two thousand ten. I want to say two thousand eight or two thousand seven or something like that. And the first episode, he just whines and cries like he he's a I don't I'm not sure if it was crack term or not, but a crybaby mm. to me. Mm. And that I know that show is like really popular and really good. Like the main protagonist develops into a full like touched out like mm. he stops whining a lot later on like he grows up but like that first episode i could not handle him how much he whined and like no i can't i can't watch the show anymore <laughs> i dropped that first episode i can't i just can't he just whines too much yeah but yeah fair enough yeah um when you when you were sharing your stuff there was a character i, I that a protagonist that came up um same with yours actually shannon with your your um traits that you didn't like um, for yours first, Shannon, like for myself, when, when I heard um, you, the traits that you don't like in a protagonist, like you absolutely like, fuck that. Um, the character I was thinking of was like the OP part was, and it's a contrast because I'll give you, I'll give you two characters because one one character, the OP character is, uh, that I'm thinking of is, um, what's his name? Kirito. Kirito from Sword Art Online. Yeah. yeah fucking one-dimensional fucking shoots everything ass and you're like oh he just wins everything and he has friends who are fucking strong too and you're like oh okay like what else is there for the show for me to offer right um but like on the contrast like yeah like the good the bad and like the evil like um a protagonist i do like a lot um and maybe we we will do this episode in, in future when we talk about it but a protagonist that i do prefer a lot is um subaru um from re-zero and if you haven't watched that show he was uh, just like what bill said he was a whiner at the very beginning the first season and when second season popped in you're like this guy is changing and you're like what the fuck so and then you move you're you're sucked into that journey of his character development and his way he matures and all that and you're like there was trials and tribulations tossed at him. He does, he no longer whines anymore. He, he fucking grows a pair of balls and he just like, he's like, you know what? I'm going to learn from this, right? And um, he changes his ways and he becomes more resilient, um, which is something, which is a character that, that that's very intriguing um, to watch and follow. And for your for your character, um, the show that I was thinking of was, um, Shannon, I don't know if you, you've watched the show. It's a, it's a more recent show that actually blew up uh, last year. Um, Bill, Bill, Bill has heard of it, but he hasn't watched the show. But it's a main character from Tokyo Revengers. Oh, I, I watched it, but I know enough ish about it. But I know it's good. I heard it's good. It's yeah. good. It, it's good. And I think what what what's good about it is the storyline around it. The character itself. That's something that I, I was like, okay, just because the story is that good. I, I, I don't like the character because all he does is cry. He just cries. And you're like, bro, like, what do you... And what? I heard that, which obviously that's the kind of... I'm not saying I'm, I'm picky with my anime, but like, you, hear, I, you try not to let things influence you, but sometimes you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, a consider, it's a factor you have to consider yeah. in, right? And it's not something that I can ignore because it's part of the show. It's part of the plot. Like, this character, all he does is fucking cry. He, he's like fuck i'm useless i'm like i don't know what to do it's like bro yes there are things you can do he just i don't know if he realizes it yet or not but like 
from the episodes I've seen, but all he does is like when something doesn't go his way, he fucking cries. When something goes his way, he cries. And you're like, all right, like is this guy emotionally unstable, which he should should, should talk to someone about, or or is he just crying because he's crying, or like, or or is this something about the plot that like, or in the character that I don't like, which is that that is the like the one I'm for sure. I'm like nah, like, but the story the story is very good in that in that sense. Um, for myself, the I, I'm gonna go with you guys too. There there's no specific character. I mean, I have an example, but yeah. like. The, the traits that I would say for this character, the protagonist that I absolutely hate is those who are like, why can't we all be friends? Why can't everyone have our friendship? will save everyone. Yeah. Like fucking bullshit. No one wants that shit. Like I get it. Like I get it. But at the same time, like some shows don't need that. Like, for example, I'm, I'm going to bring up a show that we just brought up promised Neverland. One of three main characters, all of her problems are solved through I don't want to kill them, but the same, like, I know we have to kill them, but can we not kill them? And it's like, no, you can't have the cake and eat it too. Like, come on. Like you, like, it doesn't work that way. Like there has to be some sort of sacrifice. There has to be some sort of pain. Like you can't just take it and then have it your way sort of deal. Right. And, and that's something where um, for characters like those, it's like, can't we just have everything like ideally what I want? And it doesn't work out that way. And and for especially for like stuff like peacekeeping or like stuff just like just trying to compromise. And I don't like for compromising. I don't think that's a way of compromising. Like it's just an easy way out in terms of the plot, in terms of the story. It's like, can we all just be friends? And next thing you know, that's how the story ends. And you're like, well, I got cheaped out on the show. Like shit. <laughs> not 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 to say promise Neverland uh, ended like that. Um, that cheaped out, I cheaped out the show for me, but. Um, there's several other factors as to why I'm pissed off at that show, but um, moving on to the next question here, uh, we'll we'll go on to I guess the uh, it's it's an overlapping question I guess, but um, any pro any protagonist that you find annoying or is it just the same? I guess it's a redundant question. I don't know, but I found it was kind of easier to answer to actually like hone in on one per like hone in on one person yeah. uh, or like easier to call a character annoying that I think I was I always were taught like hate's a strong word but yeah. you can tell someone's annoying yeah. and I actually do have somebody oh okay I do yes uh Sakura Naruto oh. I, like I understand it was a different time for anime but like poorly written female protagonists mm. and the way mm. they're written I just it's just unfortunate mm-hmm. and like I didn't get to like with anime that we were kind of like shown as like, like as like a, a young girl, mm-hmm. like yeah, we had like Sailor Moon and like um, um, Card Captors, and like, which is like more dominated towards like a female view. But at the same time, like a lot of those characters, even if they're they're women, they're like one note. I mean, I'm glad we had someone like Songo for like in Yuasha. I think she was definitely a different, type, especially it was written by a woman. I think that obviously starts as well. Um, but just compared to like the dominated like male characters, like everyone gets like these like overall superpowers, and like to have her and her biggest conflict is like the other girl likes the same boy that I like, and like watching it as an adult, I was like sitting there, I'm like she's annoying, and yeah. this is what I got to look up to as like a kid. Like I don't like you know what I mean. Like this is like you're you're teaching young girls to be like this, yeah. and like that's so seeing her now. Mm. But I do want to point out that like. Um, 
as time has moved on, like we've developed and we see how anime has evolved and we do mm-hmm. now have like great leads, like someone like Nobara from Jujutsu yeah. yeah. like, Kaisen. And like, even like my slice of life anime is like Fruit Baskets, you have Toru. And then recently I've been watching Dress Up Darling. Uh, and, oh, she, oh my gosh. Like she, Maureen is single-handedly as of right now, my favorite female protagonist. Like the first episode and she's getting her hair done and the guy's like, oh, that stupid anime thing. And she's like, first off, it's not stupid. I like what I like. And I'm like, yes, girl. Like, I just relate to that. And just seeing her just seeing so confident and, like, trusts herself so much. And it, she's still just, like, this, like, 15, 16-year-old girl. But And she obviously has, like, moments where she gets flustered and you, re- and you remembered of that. But she's so confident and just so sure of herself. And it's nice to see that nowadays anime. So, like, it would have been nice when I was you know 13 or 16 watching these animes and have someone like that to be like yeah embrace who you are like you like anime you do you like don't make fun of other people like just enjoy what you have and it's nice to see we went from someone like Sakura who's crying about oh my god Sasuke he used to like me but he likes her and oh my god Sasuke are you okay and I'm like shut shut up (laughs) like like like, oh my god like you're gonna make fun of me well I'm not gonna talk to you like bye and it's like like her liking a guy is almost like the last like she's like almost like flustered with it like am I supposed to like this person so it's just it's just the comparison is just so so separated yeah yeah man and Maureen is too good man. Oh, she's great. <laughs> so so I'm just letting y'all know I haven't watched the show yet so <laughs> No spoilers. Honestly, when I said yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've <laughs> heard I've heard a lot of good things about her, and not I'm not just saying about the way she's drawn or anything like that. I'm just saying like her character and the show as a general. Like it's one of those yeah. shows that people heard it was good, but then didn't give it the chance, and it was overshadowed by like shows like Demon Slayer and and like Attack on Titan. So no one really looked into it, and, that, and now people are like, oh fuck this girl apparently is like the female character of the year all of a sudden or like of the last five to ten years and you're like holy shit who the fuck is this right and before it was like it was other female characters too like um who, what was it uh bunny girl senpai was one of them um just like a whole bunch of other characters right and and you're right like the prevalent um current day writing of women and how they're portrayed is different now like no like like again in Jujutsu Kaisen like Nabaru. Nobra, no, Nobra, like she's yeah. scary. That girl is fucking scary. Yeah, yeah, she, she's great. <laughs> Where is she? she is. Nobra for me is yeah. how Sakura in my mind should have been. Mm. Yeah, you know? that's a good a strong, yeah, a, a strong female lead who knows what she wants and doesn't take shit from anybody. You know, I feel like Sakura, the, setup, like the same. Yeah, yeah, Sakura is just I don't know. I, I'm not sure if that's planned with how she's written or or it was just because the author was just bad at writing female characters yeah i think it's the 2000s and amanda because hinata is also not written well as well like every other female character in naruto is not that great to be honest i was thinking about it but like yeah no might be the only like solid ish one yeah, me and that's really ish. ish. It's a, it's you, ish. Yeah, yeah, ish, very ish. But but yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That's why that's my thoughts on uh. Yeah. Do yeah. you have Do you have any protagonists that you find annoying? Um, for me, I guess it's. Hmm. Now, now. Oh, yeah. No, 
I know who. Uh, Kirito. Oh, I I can't I can't stand him. Everything, the way he's written is yeah. very. It's made for a demographic of people who want to be like him because he has all he has like so many girls after trying to get his <laughs> pants. He has every like all the suit powers. Yeah. Uh, he wins every like it's just it's just absolutely frustrating me to to watch Sora online after like the first two seasons because like okay yeah and every 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 other thing it's gonna be oh just Kirito getting the girl even though he has a girlfriend he gets yep. another girl after him and then he gets powers and then he'll beat the main enemy or big bad guy or whatever and then everything we heavy after after and then like, nah I can't I can't deal with that I can't deal with Kirito man he's just too He's too bland and no, yeah, he's no. bland. He's bland. I, no, I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it, man. I can't do it. Yeah, like yeah. chicken with just salt and pepper. Like no, <laughs> like... no chicken, just chicken. <laughs> okay, yeah, doesn't even get the pepper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I agree with that. I think he's a top runner for me. I, I don't know. I just don't like characters. Like, there's no specific. Like maybe the one from like Promised Neverland, but like, there's like I don't. I just don't like people with traits are like either like you're either like oh let's 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 all be friends like in in a show that that doesn't work right but also like going like going back to it like if the the other characters like okay if the writing is meant for that care like going back to the batman thing if the writing for that character is supposed to elevate like their role is supposed to elevate the other people's like characters along with it then okay, I get that. But then once I see a character who's written and then other characters overshadow him in terms of like intrigue, like the antagonist or or the second character or the third character in the group, that, that I lose interest. Just like, um, for example, I, I, I don't want to hate, but I'm going to go into Boku no Hero, um, Deku. I, I find him bland. I find him one-dimensional. Um, and I prefer like Todoroki, and I prefer like all the other characters more than him. I get about it's it's about his class, but it's more so like, why is this guy the main character? Like, why? Like, if you're talking about his class, it should be like equal time. But instead, we're focusing more on this guy because he was a quirkless character, and now he just got powers all of a sudden. And now you're inserting him, and you know what I mean? Like, there's so many flaws in that which I didn't. Like I was like, oh, okay. I guess I guess we'll roll with the punches. But yeah, so um, no, I I don't know. I like I like Bakugo even even uh, above him. Um, even for myself, like um, another show. I'm gonna say like, a hot take: Demon Slayer. I don't like Tanjiro. I don't like Tanjiro. He's <laughs> he's he he's the, he he is the epitome of kindness, peace, and Zen. And you're like that movie. <laughs> that movie that ending when where the guy oh, spoiler heavy spoiler for people did, have you watched it yes okay yes for people who haven't watched the movie i'm so sorry bro who hasn't watched the movie at this point and come on now like, really. like, we like that. We like- there's a scene where the, one of the one of the lackeys or kids tries to go into his fucking to his whatever his 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 Mine. Con- Mind, yeah. whatever and then and then tries to like kill him through like i don't know destroying this ball or this orb or something right and then 
but it's too it's too enlightening it's too i was like what the fuck man like why why do we need that like we get it he's a good guy but do you need to like double he's the best boy that's why <laughs> <laughs> do we need to double down on that though like i like and that's why like characters like sorry to say i i feel like zanetsu is even more fucking <laughs> more more interesting than him because he's still unknown he's whiny but then when he sleeps he's fucking op as shit and then you're like imagine even if he wasn't whiny like but maybe that's his that's his charm maybe because like you you just known him as know him as that but when he fucking falls asleep like half of the second season he just like he just destroys everyone like kills everyone but you know uh i don't know that that's my little rant i, I just don't find any particular person it's just those traits characteristics like, yeah yeah. You just don't like a character and like not hate them or find them annoying, but there's just parts of them that you just don't relate to. And that's what makes you go, well, I'll still like the show, but like this is what I don't like about so and so. It's stuff that I can I can honestly live without, and it's stuff that you can't ignore either, right? Because yeah. it's part of their writing. So let's go back to antagonist because I the next protagonist question will be quite uh interesting here. Um, but what makes a good anime villain? And does an anti-hero count as an antagonist? Um, okay. So I kind of have like bullet points and then kind of like a summarization of what I believe a good anime villain. I mean, obviously that could be clever, powerful, intelligent, and that being evil as an anime villain can't be one note, which mm-hmm. I feel like we've all discussed that tonight. To be a good villain, you to like attract your audience on a level where we understand why they are doing what they are doing mm-hmm. um, or keep us at least intrigued to know what their actual plan may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I guess that like world domination and I want to, you know, do this mohaha. It's more like they have a purpose and yep. sometimes even a stronger purpose than our main characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say good villains will have like an admiral goal on the surface, but this view is distorted from what it's supposed to be. And it triumphs like AKA good versus evil and like kind of how good will prevail and i think they they are so like i said like they have an idea of what they want to complete and get past and or sorry like as like i'm saying like as like a villain they have like their goals and they want to get get to that point of like whatever their sorry whatever their end goal might be um and we under like i said and they, we understand where they're coming from mm. so on the surface we understand it but yeah <laughs> fair enough and then, <laughs> and then for, for for under i guess under your criteria that you just explained does an anti-hero count as antagonist because sometimes you know anti-heroes like in a mm-hmm. sense it's kind of like like yagami but it's not like he he has a sort like a way of doing things but like uh, but a distorted way of doing things and you, yeah. you make sense of it but it's like oh but then because of his way of thinking or their way of thinking it puts them on the antagonist side. Right? Yeah. So do you have, do you? I, I do. Yeah, I have two. I have one just kind of like listed because I was going to, with just like time and stuff, I was like, okay, I'll just focus on one. Um, honestly, I hope I say this right. Well, I know it's okay. Take your time. <laughs> okay, okay. Fate zero. Sorry there. Um, I'm going to say the first part, the K part of it wrong. But it's, right? um, Yeah. Uh, not IMA, but how do you, oh, I haven't talked my head, but yes, um, it's going to come to me. 
Is that what's the top of my tongue now? I can't think of it. What show? It's Fate Zero, but his full name, Kiru. Oh, Kiritsugu. Kiritsugu, but M- it's like e- Emiya. Emiya, thank you. I'm like, I am A. I'm like, that's not right. That's Fruits Basket. Okay. <laughs> Emiya, yes. I think he is an uh, anti hero that kind of counts as an antagonist, even though mm. he is our protagonist in a sense too and we're following him Mm. um but he just puts so much faith into what his ideals are and it ends up being like a tragedy and he truly thinks that his ideals are like willing to do anything to accomplish his dreams and he perceives that being a hero is like this so I feel like that same like admirable where he wants to come from but like a distorted view of what a hero is supposed to be like Mm-hmm. Um, he definitely believes in like the duty that you put the needs of the many ahead of the few where a lot of other I would say protagonists will be like let's try to save as many people as we can even if we fail mm-hmm. but his view is like more realistic um, and then I also think like he accepts like a cruel reality of this world he still believes like the grail will save humanity from the world suffering like war mm-hmm. and violence and he wants to be the hero to save it but it's his view of what he thinks the world's supposed to be like. Like he believes it's supposed to be like that. Mm-hmm. And then my other anti-hero that I would say counts as an antagonist is Lelouch from Code Geass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very similar to our, our Light Yagami guy. Yeah. But he is also someone that the same thing, like he wants to create this world, better world for his sister. And you, like I said, like it's admirable for where his goal is, but the way it affects thousands and thousands of other people Mm. like you're not the good guy anymore you're distorting the world and changing the things that you want to fit your narrative and you will do anything to accomplish your narrative and your goal without really thinking about how it's affecting Mm. other people and I think that's what makes your anti-hero become what they are Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what what makes a good anime villain for you though like um a good anime villain is 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 i guess somebody who is a good foil to the main protagonist so like they know how they know either because they're 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 omnipresent or or they're just uh uh, they're just super like they 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 know the protagonist personally or something that but like they know how push the protagonist buttons Mm. to to either get a certain a certain reaction mm. out of the main protagonist and his uh crew mm. or their crew sorry or like setting up situations to see the main protagonist and their crew like see if they will survive those situations or not through their like henchmen or schemes or whatever right so so yeah so like big bads like like uh like uh i guess like deal or something like that right or like he's so like or Johan, right? Like they're so like so smart about how how they know the main protagonist. They they yeah, it's just uh, I like those type of uh, villains to mm-hmm. me. Antagonist, sorry. And yeah. and does an anti-hero count as an antagonist to you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I I guess for me it depends on. The context, the context, mm. right? Um, because the, the, it's a trope, right? Of the of you defeat the the villain, but then they join your party, and now they're part of the good guy crew. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. just like Piccolo or Vegeta. Yeah, Piccolo or Vegeta, yeah. right? Like they they were 
antagonists. They were the, they were people who opposed the protagonist, Goku, right? But then mm-hmm. once they were beaten, they switched sides and now they're good, right? Mm-hmm. Even though they still are, especially Vegeta, he's still kind of, he hates Goku, right? But he's still on the good side, right? So mm-hmm. it really, I think for me, it depends on, on the context of the show itself, I think. Okay, okay. So, so we were talking about, you know, anti-heroes, the traits of being a protagonist versus traits of being antagonist. The next follow-up question to that is a more interesting one. So this is some a question that um, needs a bit of your imagination, I guess. Um, so what protagonist do you think would cause the most problems if they were good at first and then they turn bad? Like it turned into an antagonist. So, like we were talking, like um, Bill just mentioned Piccolo and Vegeta, how they were antagonists and then became protagonists. Which, which kind of you you see that often, right? Where you beat this villain or for the arc, and then they become part of your party, right? That's more common than the other way around. So, what's that one character that you feel like, you know, or two characters, whatever that you feel like would cause the most problems if they turn, uh from good to bad i mean i'm not gonna spoil it but one of the more recent shows that uh, that just finished yeah that we didn't see that coming right and that was a plot twist and um that made that show you much more better um so we'll, we'll start off with uh bill yeah i guess for me one that i think of right off top of my head is um the 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 guy who who is the rival to shara right amro right since since mm-hmm. Amro is really the only the only one who can stand up in 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 um skill and technique and whatever to Char. If he turned bad and was on Char's side, it would be just no hope for for the good guy team, you know? Like because mm-hmm. literally, it's like that meme of if you take away the whole crew, like if the whole crew is there, it would be a hundred percent power. If you take the whole crew, excluding the main protagonist, it will be ninety nine percent. It's like that. If you take away Amaro, the, the show's fucked. Like mm-hmm. there's no the, the bad guys went automatically, like hands down, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Oh, sir. Uh, another, I, I just thought of one, uh, a few others. As well, I guess the main protagonist of um, like I'm assuming like like just to choose one, like Jotaro, right? Yeah, he he's so powerful <laughs> that. That if you turn evil, like yep, everybody's fucked. You can't, you can't do anything about it. Yeah. Joe deal with like fuck everything up, like yeah, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Um, Shannon, questions tossed to you now. Any protagonist that would cause stir up shit? <laughs> Honestly, I when I read this, I was sitting there, I was like one, one. We think about one, and I ended up literally just writing My Hero Academia whole cast. <laughs> Like, really? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. You really think about it. And I was kind of like, I'd call about like 20 answers, but I was like, if that to truly answer who would cause the most problems, I mean, like, All Might and his prime turn around, like, Todoroki turn around, like, Endeavor turning around, like, it would be horrible. Like, how would, like, even as a viewer, if they, any of them became these, like, evil villains, I'd be like emotionally scarred to start with because I'm attached to a lot of them. And then I'm like, yeah, like they would like literally mess the most shit up. Like, so I literally wrote my hero cast, LOL. Like that's my answer. Yeah, I mean, mine's a cop-out answer too. It's just <laughs> anyone who's fucking OP. 
yeah. Yeah. Because then then the then the power shift shifts to the other side and you're like, well fuck, we got no one to you know, like fuck, like who cares about qualities and traits of this side because their 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 traits and their ideals just switched already. So that that's that's kind of why like in this case, like in the show that we will not be mentioning that character, like he switched sides, right? Like and and you're like, oh fuck, they're fucked. Like they're they're fucked. <laughs> like you they're like what what is next? And that's the intrigue of it because you're like, oh shit, like how how are they gonna beat him? Right? And because they were with him, they were with them. He was sorry, he was with them throughout the whole three and a half, four seasons until this point. And you're like, oh fuck. Like everything they know, they don't know now, right? So um my next question is uh, just a general one. Um, I guess this is a two-parter. Um, this is the very last one before we head into the buzz cut line around here. Um, so then we'll start off with you yourself first, Shannon. So you don't. Uh, so we don't uh, repeat anything here. But um, do you have any thought uh, thoughts on the current shows you've just watched? Like, in, for example, like JJK the movie or Demon Slayer. Um, and then is there anything coming up that um, you'll be checking out in the near future or you're watching right now at least yeah I guess I'll start with the one start that one first which I'll be checking out so yes I'm episode nine I believe of dress up darling I would highly recommend that to anyone Mm. Um, obviously things that I'm finishing would be attack on titan Uh, recently what I have watched I went to the movies we went and saw the the prequel of the whole, you know, Archutsu Kaisen. And then currently I'm also still watching, I'm in the Demon Slayer um, Entertainment District. So it's kind of nice right now. Yes, I kind of introduced a new show, Vibe in it. But it is also nice that the other three, I would say, my main shows at the moment mm. are all kind of either like finishing up mm. or getting a new season or I'm in like the mid of a season. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, there's a reason why I keep coming back to want to watch it. Yeah. I think when you are attached to certain characters, like you want to see their development. I mean, as we're winding down for myself with Attack on Titan, mm-hmm. I'm sad to see, like, almost say goodbye to these characters, but it's been like since 2012, like a whirlwind of emotions. So I think it's, it's time to, you know, say goodbye and get something new. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just interesting how, where I'm kind of sitting with my anime yeah. watch just kind of like I get brand new mid through a season and then finishing off a, a huge, like a huge show that has been a very impactful in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of where I'm sitting in my, uh, in my anime world. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey y'all, as you heard, sadly, I do not have sponsors. But I do have very amazingly talented friends and apps that I like to share and shamelessly plug in here. The stunning and sleek hand drawn and hand painted logo that you've seen. Go check my friend Ashley at her IG account at ashley.bydesign. That's A-S-H-E-L-Y dot B-Y-D-E-S-I-G-N for your creative and artsy needs. And now for a banger of an intro and outro. Check out my musically talented mastermind friend, Dylan, at his IG account at by Dylan. That's at B-Y-D-I-L-L-E-N. For all of your music production and beats, 
two apps y'all need to try out, Canva, where I have created some of my social media content and promo from, and GroupPad. For the sick West Coast transitions you heard before this plug and right before we get back to the program. Now, go check them out, and we'll be right back. Bill, shoot the question back to you. So, so yeah, uh, like like Shannon, uh, we, me, and uh, Tony, uh, we we watched, uh, we went to theaters and watched the Jujutsu Kaisen movie too. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed the movie. It was it was exactly how I imagined. Like it was basically a big ass episode, but yeah, just a movie. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, it, it was. I was. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, and then shows, upcoming shows. I'm excited to see people's reactions to to Spy X Family. That one is. Ooh, that's on my list. Sorry, I meant to say that. Yes. Uh, a lot of a lot of the shows that have just released for this season, like the new shows for the spring season. I, I've like the big shows I've read or I have knowledge about, so I'm just I'm just I'm just watching it just to see how everyone else reacts to it. So mm-hmm. it's like, uh, Spy X Family is, is is the one that is very popular in the manga sphere. So mm-hmm. and I've read it like years ago. It, I stopped because it was still ongoing. So okay, I stop. I'll stop and I'll, I'll watch it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll read it again once it you know there's enough material for me to binge read it or whatever. But now the anime's coming out, so I'll just watch the anime whatever. But now, since Tony's watching as well, like okay, I'm just curious to see how he reacts to the stuff, and yeah. and yeah. And for people who don't know me, I'm not a big reader, and I think that's a great thing about like shows like Attack on Titan because I just go in blind, and I'm like, this is fucking phenomenal, holy <laughs> fucking shit! Like, did I even need to read that, or this show has conveyed everything and more, right? And that's what people like people who read it watch it too now because they want to see that transcribed into like into a show format right um anything else that you want to put on there uh kaguya season three uh yeah i think that's it mm-hmm. you know, spy, I'm, I'm really excited to see spy x family how how that pans out because mm-hmm. that that has definitely potential potential to be really big like mm-hmm. really big mm-hmm. yeah the main the main three is just really really good and yeah yeah anya is too cute best daughter <laughs> um i guess for myself i you know we already we already said it jjk the movie um i will make a hot take i did not enjoy the movie as much as i thought i would have um just because when it comes to anime movies they have such a high budget and maybe because i'm spoiled by like fate and then i'm also spoiled by like the guys who did attack on titan and also the guys who did um, Demon Slayer as well. Um, animation has been so beautiful um, that even in theaters, when you have so much more time, so much more dedication and staff toward putting time and money and effort towards that, that the story is a story. Yeah, the story was solid. I'm not going to say the story wasn't solid, but everything from 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 the show where where Gojo did the infinite void to... Um, the beautiful animation where they did all their domain domain expansion jutsus or or to like when Toto and um, Itadori does a clap 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 fucking fight the sequence. boogie woogies yeah yeah you that shit there was only maybe one scene in there where I'm like oh okay and then that was it 
like it was a movie and I expected a bit more, I guess. Uh, maybe because because I'm a bit more like spoiled now because of what we just seen. Because I don't know what episode you're on Demon Slayer, but when Attack on Titan, like when we were streaming it, like mm-hmm. as we were watching, like when the weeks came out, there was a certain episode of Demon Slayer and a certain episode of Attack on Titan released and on the same weekend. And I told my brother, I said, this might be the best anime, ep- sorry, anime weekend in the last five to 10 years, hands down because of these two shows. And I'll, because one of the storyline and two of the animation, I was like, holy fuck. Mm-hmm. And I watched, I, I look at the budget because like Demon Slayer has 60,000 per episode, like 60,000 US per episode to make, like maybe they allocate it differently, but 60K versus 60 mil to make the movie or 6 mil to make the movie. And you're like, that's, that's basically comparing gold to like pennies, right? To lint. And, um, I noticed a difference in the drawing, but it's interesting because it's both Mappa, yeah. like both, like it is, you know what I mean? So it's like, they almost use like a, it's still their art style, but I did notice a difference in like quality. And it's almost like I liked the show quality more than the movie quality. Exactly. And like I like those I, eyes and stuff look better, like to me look better in the anime. And then maybe that's just, they want, maybe that they did use like a higher you know, process or resolution, whatever the case might be, but just we're so accustomed to more of like a sh- that view, and it's like maybe they like they didn't realize like us as fans would have noticed like those small differences that we look forward to in their in their drawing style. Well, also I feel like because a movie, like regardless when they drop a movie, that means it's good enough that people will like go watch it, right? If they don't make a movie, like making movies a lot of effort a lot of time a lot of money so if you're not gonna make a profit out of it why did you make a movie in the first place right so they're banking on the fact that jujitsu had so much success that now i i I believe that they're like oh we'll just half-ass and like it's like drake drake is such a phenomenon he'll just drop clb which is mid or like sub uh, like mediocre and people would still listen to it and so gobble it up so it's one of those things where i'm like ah okay this is not i don't like it, it was a solid seven and a half, but it was like okay, like could have been like a nine. It could have been nine and a half, like for a movie, right? And like I, I watched like fate, fate movies in theaters, and I was like, holy fuck, like, like it drives, it's bananas, right? And um, yeah. Uh, with that being said, like Attack on Titans done uh, for the time being until next year, and then you know, uh, JJK this upcoming year, Chainsaw Man. I'm looking forward to that as well um and then i'm watching like uh just run like I- i'm a type of person who likes to watch like older shows as well in the background so like there'll be weekly shows that like new shows that come out but also like i like to watch older shows so my brother and i will like watch a few shows just to rewatch or to like to explore um one that i'm watching right now oh that i'm rewatching right now is hunter x hunter um, because they'll never continue it uh, <laughs> and then uh Another one that I'm watching is One Ounce. So One Ounce is a baseball type of show. It's 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 a lot of mind games with that one. Um, that is all sport anime. Okay, we got high Q. There's nothing wrong with the sport anime. Yeah, but for this one, it's like a lot of mind games. It's not your typical like sports anime, right? So the the mind the mind games is like that's the part where it's intriguing because I like there's so many sports animes out that I'm like okay like. Is it going to be some, like, Kuroko no basket where, like, 
basketball moves turn into like superpowers or it's gonna be like high q or it's like drama based and uh, like you you're some you're you're one of the guys on the, the, the volleyball team and you go through the tribulations of like beating teams and being the main team you know what i mean like a friendship conquers all but yeah <laughs> basically yeah that's ironic because it's my, <laughs> but um but yeah i don't know um it's, it's pretty good um yeah but i like to dibble dabble i guess so um but i don't know that's my i guess the bigger part is jjk movie i was very i was kind of disappointed especially with so many things coming out and then with the higher quality story higher quality like animation you're like okay the story's story's a story it's still like consistent but then like it's it's a prequel so you weren't like you weren't expecting to learn anything that new right so you're like okay i'm just gonna be here to watch it because of the hype and because I kind of want to see the cool fucking animation. I want to see fucking Gojo fucking flip shits, right? Like, Gojo up on the screen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, Go, Gojo did it as fucking one last thing. And you're like, oh, that's that's all we see? And then hand-to-hand combat. I was like, that's all we see? No, like, no, like, I'm like, come on, bro. That's it? I don't know. But so that wraps up the show for today. Thank you for hopping on to the episode. Um, but before we... Ha- Dive into the buzz cut lighting around here. The last, very last fun segment. Would you please repeat your top five anime main antagonist that basically your favorite in a sense, Shannon? Yes. So starting from five to one, one being the, my favorite, we're sitting with Azula from Avatar the Last Airbender, Akito Soma from Fruits Basket, Sukuna from Jujutsu Kaisen, mm-hmm. King Bradley from Full Metal Brotherhood, and then we have Muzan from Demon Slayer. <laughs> Thank you very much, Shannon, for your time today. And um, yeah, thank you for your list as well. And your well thought out, like, thinking <laughs> process. Like, I, I right. didn't think that we'd get into a very depth, in-depth conversation. And you're... you're domain, very- guys. This is my domain, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and then, uh, I, I, again, I really appreciate that King Bradley pick a lot. Because that that's like a heart that's near and dear. A uh, show that's near and dear to my heart, so... Ask to mine. <laughs> Roy Mustang. Uh, Roy Mustang. <laughs> no! <laughs> Mini skirts. It's um, raining out, okay? It's raining out. <laughs> all right, Bill. Um, can you please um, share us, uh, recap your top five uh, main antagonists, please? Uh, sure. Uh, my number five is Adachi from Persona 4, the animation. Number four is Kiro Yoshikage from JoJo Part 4. Number three is Kiri Kotomine from the Fate franchise. Number two is Char Aznable from the Gundam franchise. And number one is Johan from Monster. Thank you, Bill, for your time today. And thank you for always being the go-to anime guy here. Um, But yeah, no, thank you. That was a really well thought out list as well. Um, For myself, number five, Kira from Death Note. Number four, Miriam from Hunter x Hunter. Number three, Aizen from bleach haha <laughs> spoiler uh number two shinji's dad or uh kendo gendo gendo, gendo sorry ikari and then uh johan liebert from monster at my number one so let's dive into the buzz cut lane around here for shannon this is your first time bill has done this many times uh, actually no he had he doesn't do this many times actually um this is one of his few times um as well so it's a little bit of a refresher for both of you and for a refresher for our listeners as well um, again, we spin the random number generator. 
um, from one to 25, whoever lands on it first gets to go first and second. I'm not going to be going participating this time because y'all will be um, trying to appease me, trying to entertain me. The only rules is that there's 50 seconds. If you meet that 50 second limit, great. If you don't meet that 50 second limit, you might get penalized and points may go to the other person. <laughs> what you do win out of this is friendship and pride. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but you lose uh nothing so with that once parts are dignity <laughs> dignity <laughs> your uh yeah your dignity your your um your credibility card <laughs> yeah your card your cards are revoked yeah um so in this in this um question i guess um since you've already watched the show to this particular episode so you already know this reference in a sense um but for the people who don't know this reference you might want to skip this whole segment right now just throw out the podcast just stop yeah just stop. Just, if you haven't stopped i'm sorry aren't there <laughs> yeah tell them what the anime is <laughs> yeah so the anime is attack on titan so if you haven't watched this show fucking just stop just 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 there's already too many spoilers that we probably spoil about other shows so if you watch through it i am sorry i didn't preface this in the beginning but it is what it is um so in this one right here um this question right here i had a question earlier in, uh, in the segment where um we said the protagonist that would cause the most problems if they were good turned bad in this example, there was a que- there was a character that we did not name, which I'm going to name now because it's part of the Buzzcut Lightning Round. And if people don't want to hear this, again, I repeat. Oh, I want to hear this? <laughs> uh, no, you've, you've already watched the episode, so you're good. Um, so it's- Look, I'm, I'm on 85, so I'll have 86 and 87 still. Yeah, you're, you're good. You're there. You're good? Okay, I trust yeah. you. This is a safe no, space. No, you're good. You're good. So there's, a, there's one of the plot twists. Um, final warning. This is a final warning. One of the plot twists of the show um, is the main character turns into the antagonist. And in one of the snapshots of it, which has been screenshot and turned into a meme, is the future version or the thought of, I guess, the premonition of the conscious or the thought of the, the memories of this future Aaron, this future version of the main character is influencing thoughts or influencing what people do. For example, his dad. For example, other characters. Um, I'm not going to say who. I'm just going to leave it out there. But there's a lot of scary faces in that show. Um, I'll say one of them near the, I guess, second half, the second part of season four, Yelena, when she looks at Armin, that was a scary face. This, this, this one was also used. And uh, this one was pretty disturbing as well. Not as disturbing as that one, but pretty disturbing because of his character. Um, and people caught the raging Aaron. Um, so that was a meme that, um, people would plug him in into other scenarios, just like, for example, timely use. There's a meme that just popped up that I I sent to my brother um, when this scenario happened, where Will Smith um, went mm-hmm. up there and slapped Chris Rock. Um, and there was a meme that someone made where Aaron, before he did anything, Aaron was just right hovering right by Will Smith and was like, "Chris Rock just said shit to your wife. Go smack the motherfucker." Um, so with that being said, 
um, because you know there, there's speculation that Will Smith is broken and he inf- and Aaron can influence certain characters are a bit more you know not stabilized in the sense not stabilized to ideals um, and that question that I'm gonna I guess bring out to you guys is name me a protagonist who's so fucking pure who's so righteous and wholesome that Aaron wouldn't be able to poach or make a dent or scratch at all. Um, so ah, okay, can we have like a minute? <laughs> yeah, you can have a bit of time. Um, okay. about it, but um, because right maybe now, maybe I have one. Maybe I have. Maybe this would be an easy one, actually. Because uh, this was a character that I brought up earlier. Do not use my answer. Um, oh, okay, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Can't say Tondro. <laughs> you need more time. <laughs> No, I said I can't say Tondro. <laughs> oh no, you can say Tondro. Yeah, you can. <laughs> and no, this wasn't the character I was thinking of. It was uh, it was a uh, Promised Neverland character. Oh, I haven't watched it yet, so you're good. But I was like, yeah, no. Can I call a friend? <laughs> <laughs> this ain't Jeopardy, all right? No, it's, it's who wants to be a millionaire? Oh, all right, show. yeah, true, 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 true. Um, but with that being said, the most purest character that Aaron Yeager would influence. I'm just saying it out loud to myself. <laughs> you can ask. You can ask a friend. Like your your roommate's there. She might be able to help you out. Um, you have a good one, Sarah. The purest character that Aaron would influence would be able to influence. Now I'm helping. Now I'm giving out answers. You got it or no? Because I'm I muted you. I muted you for a second there. Oh, good. Okay. Let me know when you're good. Yeah, I think I got a strong contender that I can talk for at least less than a minute about. I think this is... Yeah, he's good. I got him. Okay. All right. So let me bring up the timer here. Um, First off, it's still on number 22, so we'll look at the random number generator. Um, Shannon, since you you got the number right the first time... You get to choose another number from 1 to 25, or you can stick with the same number. What number would you like to pick for us to uh, figure out the order today? I'm going to go with 17. 17. Bill? Same number, 7. All right. Same number, 22. We're going to spin in 3, 2. Oh, shit. Damn. It's not on my side today. It, it, It sat exactly on number 17, so you got to go first today. Um, and then Bill, you got to go second. So actually, um, you might be able to raise the bar because there's no bar raised yet for today. Yeah. Okay, I'm excited. <laughs> okay. So um, I'm gonna ask you one simple question, and yeah. then when when you say you're good, just let me know, and I'll start the time. Okay. Shannon, are you ready for your buzz cut lightning round question today? Yes, sir. I am ready. <laughs> All right. Your timer starts in three, two. Okay, um, I think the person that would not be able to be turned or influenced by Aaron Yeager would be Kosky Bakugo, because someone already did try. We got the villains, okay? They tried to grab him, and then he's like, no, he is like pure of heart, has a vision, knows exactly what he wants to do. Um, the fact that he was already influenced once before and it didn't work, the fact that his teachers even vouched and said, you want to know what a hero is? Like, Kosky Bakugo is that hero. So I don't think anyone, anything, even like All Might can barely even change his perspective of how he views the world. Like he has to move forward with how he wants to. So I don't think for a second that Aaron Yeager would be able to influence Koski Bakugo from my hero academia. Fine. 
Perfect. Wow. Okay, I'll, I'll share my thoughts. Yeah, on <laughs> winner is. Don't worry. Um, interesting. Okay. Um, Bill, do you have your uh, buzz cut laying around question ready? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Bill, your buzz cut laying around starts in three, two. Uh, my character that I would choose is uh, Mr. Gentleman himself, uh, Jonathan Joestar from uh, the main protagonist of uh, Jojo Part 1. Um, He's so he has a very very defined uh, image of what a gentleman should be protecting the protecting the weak and and destroying evil. That I believe that with Aaron's mindset and his views of what he has turned into, Jonathan would have no going with that. He would like I uh, he would probably like I I I see what you're coming from, Aaron. But nah, I I, I ain't with you, bro. And then just punch him or or him to death or sun, sunset. Sunday, you'll overdrive him to death or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Jonathan Joestar. <clears throat> yeah, I think on that. Those were both good answers. <laughs> they were both good answers, but it, it, it was kind of, this one's kind of easier um, just because of the argument that was built around it. And I guess the winner for today, um, usually I, if it's more than two people on the panel, uh, excluding myself, I'd say the loser first and then the second place winner. Um, but or the sorry, or the winner. But in this case, the winner for today um, is you, Shannon. The reason why is because Bill did not mention Dio. How Dio, the main villain, uh, cannot true. influence him. True. You, true. you true. used not only the vil- like the band of like the was it the band- villain? Yeah, the villain. villains, but All Might, and 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 you you didn't even choose someone who was wholehearted or wholesome. That that's the irony behind that, right? Because he is a protagonist. He's angry, yes, and he he's a bit violent and he's a bit erratic and he's you know. But just like what you said and what you explained, he would never, ever, ever go to the other side. We've seen proofs of that time and time again, even by the most righteous guy, the person that everyone looks up to, that symbolizes what a hero is could not move him even the main character could not move him like it's himself he has to move himself and and bill's argument i get his argument but it was a bit more there's not much proof there for me to see like even even if he didn't mention dio like the main villain of that whole franchise he's a true like jonathan's a true character at heart but there has to be something there has to be something like his his parents dying or there has to be something that can be used because we don't know. We honestly don't know. That could be his morals or values, but we don't know what can be used against him. For Bakugo, I feel like nothing is like we've seen his character. We've seen all the like all the traits. He seems like he could be one, but he would never be one because of what like it's so misleading. Right. So. Um, with that being said, that is why you are the winner for today. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So with that being said, um, I just want to thank you for your time today, Shannon, um, for your uh, for coming on the show for the first time. Hopefully you can hop on to more episodes, um, not just about anime, anything else that we have as well in terms of top five lists. Um, but with that being said, before you go, um, because you are your win- the winner today, um, I'd like you to have the honor to uh, plug in anything that you're doing right now or um, 
of course, first, and then also plug in any social medias that if you want people to talk to you about anime, share your love yeah. on, on that. Yeah, sure, I didn't think of that. Yeah, I mean, I'm always game to discuss anime and like things that I enjoy. Um, obviously, like I guess, yeah, you know, and it's more like Halloween, but I definitely love cosplay and I love the idea of creativity and like being any type of character that you want. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if anyone wants to reach out about either like helping with like. I guess character looks and stuff like that, or even want to talk about their certain animes. It is that girl underscore Shannon. That's for my Instagram. Um, and I guess there's yeah. I mean, I'm not going into like social media and stuff like that, other than like the casual posts. I'm not really in like in it. So it's kind of nice to be part of like a podcast like tonight and be able to talk to people that have different views and opinions, and we get to discuss in an area. And it's just. Um, it was nice and it's refreshing and it, uh, thank you for inviting me and I had a, a lot of fun. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We had a lot of fun too. And um, no, thank you for your time today. We, we took more than, you know, what we anticipated, but it was a very, Worth I guess it. it was a very passionate um, conversation. So thank you. Thank you, Shannon. And I hope we see you soon again. I hope um, to be back. <laughs> and also a uh, quick question before we let you go here um, and uh, for my brother to plug in anything he wants to plug in. Um, do you have because since you mentioned cosplay, do you already have a costume in mind for for Halloween already said? I always have something in mind for Halloween, but I guess you'll have to wait and see. Is it is it Mirren? <laughs> is it <laughs> no? Because no. I, I feel like a lot of girls are gonna be dressed up like yeah. her. Oh. For Halloween, it's either if something becomes popular around that time, I try to jump on that trend. Like, example, mm. like the game I knew the moment it came out, I was like, I have to do something. Mm. And the doll costume was actually a second choice because I wanted to do a guard, but my costume got canceled. Mm. Um, so I was like, okay, now what am I going to do? And then I was like, oh, I'm going to do this instead. Yeah. Um, I usually have a rough idea of what I want to do. I guess I can allure to the point that I usually like doing, like taking a guy character and making it more feminine yeah yeah. so he may or may not be on this shirt so we'll see oh i have a night it's too easy we'll see. we'll see what happens but that's kind of where i'm at but i'm always thinking of different ideas on how to like dress certain characters and change them up and even you saw my Todoroki costume this uh this other like this past halloween as well yeah. so yeah well i'm yeah. very i'm very excited to see your costume because you you pull a one and Bro, that like it's, you have no idea. <laughs> it's 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 creepy. Like that that Squid Game costume is so on point. I was like, nah, you do not. That was it. a team effort. I had my friend that does like Photoshop and like my costuming cutups and designs, and I had like, we, we had a good team to put that together. So I was appreciative of everyone that helped with that costume. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great costume. I look forward uh, to <laughs> see you. As many do. So I'm glad you're a fan. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and Bill, um, thank you for your time today. Yeah, Where can yeah. uh, people find you? uh i've mentioned in the past but i don't use social media but um me- social media a lot but uh i'm always browsing uh reddit uh i, I guess that counts as social media but uh yeah so if you want i guess if you want to like pm me or something like that uh it's akiyama nm7 so a-k-i-y-a-m-a capital n capital m and then number seven and then yeah all right yeah that, that's uh it yeah all right thank, thank you. you uh thank you for having me on the this uh, right, episode and uh yeah anytime you need an anime person <laughs> oh you're the most reliable one because i know you're my brother uh, so uh, yeah no, i appreciate that it's hard to gather people to talk about anything especially something so niche right so thank you for um being available for those um yeah, yeah. really appreciate it 
Um, now, for listeners at home, if you enjoyed this podcast or have some thoughts on our, on our lists or want to submit your own topics for um, these OG sessions or our um, quick five ses- segments or even the newest segments that I've been releasing, the symphonies, where we look into albums and we dive into um, those albums specifically, um, feel free to follow us up uh, or hit us up at our IG account at bbshopquintedpodcast or email us at bbshopquintedpodcast at gmail.com. Also, you can give us a follow, a five-star review on Apple Pod, and subscribe to all streaming platforms. And let us be your top five of the day. Cheers. <laughs>